and welcome to episode number 62 of The Third Power. This is your host, Anthony Avatolo, and as always, I am here with my always enthusiastic, always cat-loving <laughs> compadre, Usman Jamil. Hey, I, I do like cats. Cats are awesome. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. I don't have uh, anyone that helps me pick cracker packs anymore, but you oh. know, <laughs> uh, we make do. We make do. So. This is true. All right. Well, we're here, of course, to talk about Oath of the Gatewatch. Uh, we've had some uh, interesting things come up in this set with the advent of colorless. There's just a ton of stuff to talk about. I actually think there's, you know, I haven't. I have to admit, I haven't. I, I've tried to keep myself away from it a little bit. So, so you. Uh, you're all going to get some pretty honest reactions again. Now, I've seen a couple cards, uh, but I haven't seen a lot of the commons and uncommons. I just really haven't had time to sit and look at the spoiler, but we're going to do it now. We're going to talk about the cards that interest us. We're going to talk a lot about colorless and uh, maybe sing some songs and talk about some cats. and you know, <laughs> Who knows what else? You know, you never know what you're going to get. You know? I certainly didn't expect peaches and herb that last time. I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, herb what? Sweet. Yeah. I'm hearing like a reference to that sometime the later. Is like, ah, like, oh, yeah. Hear that song, but have no like peaches and herb is like who peaches and herb? Like no <laughs> one's ever heard like that phrase before. You know, they just haven't heard it. I'm yeah. lucky to bring it to you, bringing knowledge to the masses, man. This is very true. This is very true knowledge to the masses. All right, well let's uh, uh, let's get started how we usually get started, and that's with a cracker pack. So uh, we're gonna use Usman's cube. Yeah. All right, so and you're doing the typing. Yes, I shall type. All right, you, so if you're, if you're picking, I'm typing. This is true. All right, card number one. Number uno. Oh, pfft. is it <laughs> batter skull? No, it's but it's a card. It's probably going to take a while to talk about mirror pool. Oh, all right. Well, starting off right. All right, <laughs> <come> on. <laughs> number two. I thought this was just going to be like random stuff, like forbid. Sure, that's that's like pretty easy. Is that card number two? Yes, number two. Okay, okay, just making sure. I know, I certainly want you to know, like, oh, no, I was just oh, talking yeah. about it. I, I didn't actually pull it out. Number three, Arbor Elf. All right. Number four, Nightfield Spectre. I've been impressed by Nightfield Spectre in its time in my cube. Yeah, it's been not bad. Number five, Liliana of the Veil. Ooh. That's a, that's a three-mana card. There's a lot of three-mana cards in this pack. Sure. Uh, number six, Glenelendra Archmage. Well, at least that's not a uh, three mana. This is true. Uh, number, what's this, seven? It is. Baneslayer Angel? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure, why not? No why longer, not? no longer Wallet Slayer Angel, but. Yeah, still, still not bad. Still, uh, there, there's still, uh, not the cheapest of cards, that's for sure. Certainly not the cheapest. Uh, number, Eight? Cargan Dragonlord? Alright. Number nine, Gold. Bloodbraid Elf. The Boys to Men. Boys to Men. <laughs> a, B, C, B, B, E. I got you beat by like a second. <laughs> I had to finish typing first before I started singing. <laughs> I was leading into it, yeah. Uh, number, what is this, ten? Savannah? In Cassette Bloodbraid Elf. Boys to men. Boys to men. Number, number, number whatever next one. Mutifault. Oh. Yeah. 
If that card makes colorless mana. It does. Number 12, Sylvan Library. Yeah, fancy. That is a card. And that's going to kind of lead us into a little bit. There's a similar analog in this set, too. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Get a one-time. Yeah, one-time dealer. Mm-hmm. Speaking of one-time dealer, Uh-oh. Bonfire the Damned. Oh, God. <laughs> Still my favorite gif of all time. Yeah, it's it's a good one. That's a very good one. You, you keep seeing new stuff every time you look at it. Right. Uh, number 14, Snuff Out. Right. Which costs four mana, but actually costs zero. Can we can we sing Ludacris to snuff out? Uh, snuff out. Me and my homies. Snuff out. <laughs> what? Roll out. Snuff oh. Out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number 15. Glock 40s. Cops oh. back. <laughs> what? Those are the words, man. Oh, okay. Where did you get that cube with them diamonds in it? Stuff, <laughs> man. Let's come up with some alternate lyrics. Or pimp out. Oh. Stuff out. Oh, there you go. Oh, the last card. Yeah, Ankh of Mishra. Oh, Ankh. Okay. Yeah. All right. If I could spell Ankh right, it would be great. Good, great shape. I mean, does it really matter? Like, I'm just going to No, it's certainly not. But, you, you know, bugs me a little bit. Yeah. So. That's fair. All right. Okay, so about this pack. Yes, yeah, I think this is kind of a standard pack, except for this miracle, which is just weird. I don't even. Of course, it was the first card. <laughs> I was like, I was like not surprised. Not surprised. Oh, this one was batter skull. Correct. This <laughs> is true. It was not, in fact, a batter skull. <laughs> God. Okay. So if if I'm in the mood for fun police. Because, you know, sometimes I get in the mood for fun police. I'm taking the Ankh of Mishra. Yeah? Because I, since recently adding it to mine, uh, after finally finding what I consider to be a a, a uh, fancy copy not that long ago. Uh, Did you get an alpha one? I, I got a beta one. Okay. Uh, yeah, that card's real nice, let me tell you. It is tough to deal with. Yeah. Tough, tough, tough. Especially uh, nice against like fetch lands. It's like take take five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Sorry. Will Dave, <laughs> Dave brew back for you? Oh, okay. Uh, I have the collector's edition Ankh, so it's it's got the same appearance, but it's just not as cool. <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to say I have a collector's edition Dave Brubeck album. I was like, whoa! I was <laughs> like, really impressed. <laughs> I'm like, what? And you said Ankh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, womp womp. Womp womp. Like I like Lily too, but yeah, I, Lily is quite. I think maybe that's my pick, Liliana. I mean, it's it's real good, but like, Ankh is just so punishing, so so punishing, and it's. It, I mean, it, it on turn two, it's a virtual win against. It's a it, it's a half their life total against, you know, uh, two thirds of the field. Yeah. You know, like, mid range and uh, control decks. Like, good lord. Yeah, and take another. And take another. <laughs> right, right, yeah, take two more. Oh, my, oh, you're right, I'm going to cast these creatures, too, and cast other spells. But go ahead and feel free to take two every turn. Yeah, just take to take two more. That's that'd, cool. Because that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, go ahead and take two more. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Go ahead yeah. And take I, I mean, I could also make a case, you know, there's a couple of real nice ones there. I, I could see myself taking Sylvan Library. 
card's real nice. Um, Savannah's fine, but like I, I, Savannah doesn't excite me like some of these other cards do. Yeah, know? I wouldn't first pick a Savannah. I don't think I'd I want. I, I first one. picked Fetchlands before, but I don't know if I've ever. And I've first picked Blue Duels, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've first picked a Savannah yet. That's fair. I think I might have out of some really bad packs. I was like, Ugh, well, it's Savannah time. I, I've I probably first picked a Savannah in like uh, uh, Winston draft or whatever. Oh yeah, that's fair. Just like, like, oh look, a land that makes multiple colors did it. Yep, yoink. Here's uh, here's my claim. What do you think? Like, if you were to see open this cube pack and you were to see Mirror Pool, and I guess this kind of ties into like the beginning of the podcast, like because we're going to talk about, of course, color like colorless and what it's going to do. If you were to see this Mirror Pool in this pack, like, what would you think in terms of? Because you obviously wouldn't first pick it. But let's say you were to th- let's say you were three seats down and someone took, uh, let's say Liliana, Ankh, and Bloodbraid, for example, and you see this car, you see this get this pack fourth pick, and you okay. see Mirror Pool. What would you like think? Would you start to think, is this worth the payoff, or just take something more reliable? Would you? Okay, so the first couple things I think I would think, one would be is that okay there are Eldrazi in this cube. And if there are Eldrazi in this cube, there are probably ways to cheat them into play. That would be the first thing I would think. The second thing I would think is possibly that there is a storm package in this cube. That From would be pool? my first thought. Yes. Okay. Because I'm just like, okay, what kind of cre- what are the what's the big payout for the copy of creature? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a, an Eldrazi. So there's probably some sort of sneak and show, you know. Uh, you know, whatever it might be, whatever you know, cheat creatures in the play package. Yeah. And then, okay, I'm like, so why? And like, what are we doing with copying an instant or sorcery for you know three mana, one of which is colorless, four mana really? Yeah. Plus a card. What's going to be the big payout there? Because you know, while I like copying spells, I mean, I don't play fork. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't play reiterate. I don't play cards like that. So. Why would I? What would the other reason be for me to do this? What's the big payout? And my thought would be the storm cards, you know, to try to generate more mana, to try to generate storm count. I mean, you're not going to get, you know, storm triggers or whatever, but uh, that there have to be some sort of spells matters archetype, mm-hmm. and you know, storm being the first one of those. I mean, I guess this doesn't help storm very much, just because of you know it doesn't actually make storm. But it yeah. certainly does make mana. You know, well, can, it does you know draw cards and or whatever else it could do. But it, it can copy like the untap things, like turnabout or whatever. Right, right, right. Which is which is neat. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's that's the kind of stuff I would think. Um, and as far as like whether I would be taking it or not, I mean, if it's something, you know, if it's a, at, at this point in the game, yeah, I would probably just take it. Especially if my first three picks were on the slower side. I would just take it because we need to play with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We need to figure out what to do with it. That, that that would be my thought process. Those would be the three things I would think. Makes sense. In that order. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that it was the first card of this pack. I was like, I thought this was just going to be easy. Right. <laughs> it's right. like, ah, man. Also, it's like, oh, yeah, he planted that one. I, I honestly didn't. I was just taking random cards, right. and it was just right. like, I was like, what, really? What is this? No, but yeah, I did not plant that. <laughs> it was literally all random. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. 
I promise it was real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that all black pack almost was. Not joking. <laughs> Still the most ridiculous thing. I, I wish I could remember what episode that was, but it was the episode we did on black. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I can probably just link it in the show notes. Yeah, 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 but yeah, you if you guys want to hear us lose our uh, poop during yeah. a crack-a-pack, <laughs> go back and listen to the beginning of that episode. Good Lord. Oh, that's just hilarious. Yeah, oh. I was just like, this could not... <laughs> Just, and I'm like completely like ruining the joke because like I can't even say what the card is because I'm laughing so hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that hard to get us to laugh. I remember I forget if I said this to you in conversation or on the podcast before, or like thinking in terms of you know my my vocal tone in terms of when I'm on the podcast and it's just like really just usually just laughing. Right, right, right. And jovial <laughs> and just like when I'm on like sometimes when I'm recording videos and it's like I'm going to do this. And it's, like, not anywhere near as excited, because this is, I don't know, I just think this is really fun. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. I to talk about Cube, and, you know, with uh, talk about cats. You know, my schedule, the way they are, Cube, Cube Cats and Music. This is true. And Peaches and Three of the best thing. You know, I'd say if we had to build a new version of, like, modern-day Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> what, what is best in life, you know? Wrong! <laughs> What's <Five> wrong? <laughs> Like, you don't really, have you ever seen when was the last time you seen Conan the Barbarian I actually haven't I've heard the soundtrack's amazing but I never actually saw the movie uh, okay alright so uh, so we're no longer friends until uh. you go and watch <laughs> Conan the Barbarian well, to be fair I didn't see music the, is outstanding you would yeah. love the music but even on like like metal pages they used to, they were hearing like that it was really good and I didn't mean to yeah. check it out but I just never did I believe it's actually just on Netflix wow nice so just go watch it and there are some outstanding lines. You know, there's not a whole lot of dialogue because this is, you know, early in Schwarzenegger's career and he didn't speak that well. Yeah. There are some really good lines and some funny, funny stuff that happens. So that's that's your assignment for next episode. All right. So, I mean, hopefully it'll be less than three months. I was about to say. <laughs> well, the way these sets are coming out, it may just be another month. <laughs> but, you know, uh, that's uh, that's your homework assignment is to go see Conan the Barbarian and uh, – Everybody, uh, bug Usman on Twitter. Oh, there you go. Usman the Red. Uh oh. Because he hasn't seen uh, Conan the Barbarian yet. Pound him with quotes from Conan the Barbarian so he has to watch it so he gets tired of not knowing what you're talking about. I didn't see the new, I didn't, the only Indiana Jones movie I saw until my 20s was Temple of Doom. But I didn't see the other two until I was in my twenties. Yeah, I know. Go figure, right? That one out of all of them. Yeah, because like it was, you know, that Indian guy. Right. That's really funny. Shoot monkey brains. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is funny. Yeah, it wasn't until my twenties, which that is funny. There's a uh, a really good episode of Master of None, which is the new Aziz Ansari show that's on Netflix that came out mm-hmm. recently, where he talks about Indian actors, and that's one of the clips he shows of like the. Like, every Indian guy is either, like, you know, convenience store clerk or IT guy or... <laughs> and one of the clips they show is the, ooh, chilled monkey brains. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, him, like, ripping the guy's heart out or something. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not sure. I still try to re- I reenact that with the cat sometimes. <laughs> I grab the cats and, and hold them, and I go, Galibad, Wabuda, Pearl. Like, reach my hand. Hot. Do any of your cats like being picked up or held? Um, this generation, uh, Polly was a huge fan of being picked up and held. Mm. Uh, these, this uh, crew is uh, one of which one of them gets gets kind of fussy. 
Uh, the boys, as it turns out, the boys don't care that much, but they're not into it. Yeah. And the girls, not so much. Girls they're are like, like, eh. Girls are like, yeah, okay, put me down now. We're done. We're done here. <laughs> Ray, the, the biggest mook of all of them, he's, you just basically sling him over your shoulder like a continental soldier. Huh. Aww. <laughs> you just, cat hang low, dozy wobble to and fro. Uh, you just kind of <laughs> toss him up over your shoulder and you can just like walk around with him. He's like, alright, whatever. It's like, that's cool. Doesn't seem like he likes it necessarily, but he's, he's willing to go along with it. So. Yeah. Does he eventually struggle? Does he eventually, yeah. like, eh, eh. Yeah, he just lays up there and then eventually you're just like, alright. Pulling up to the dock, you walk up to like one of the cat houses that are like on his level, and he's like, "All right, doesn't mark." Yeah, we're done. <laughs> third, third floor, two toys, and respite from being carried around. Ding. Aw, that is classic cat. So, <laughs> and they're not huge fans, but they're you know, like I said, boys are okay, girls not so much. That's fair. So there you go. All right. Yep. Let's uh, segue nicely. Okay, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, like... No, you have a little... Uh, yeah, that would have been really bad. Uh, you have something uh, you wanted to talk about your guest appearance recently. Oh, yeah, it was on the episode um, of What's in the Box with uh, Zakiel and Drew. They What's actually... in the box? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that quote. What's in the box? What's remember in the box? Remember there was, like, an alt-rock station which used that as, like, a bumper for something. I think it was just some contest they had. You have seen that movie, right? Oh yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've been weird with All right, movies we can, I've seen. We can, uh, we're we'll resuming. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, we, they um they actually did a uh, episode where they talked about well they had me on to I don't know just talk to, you know we just talked about stuff and Cube and whatever I guess how I got started with Cube and you know just like stuff in terms of Cube design and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I was waiting. I was waiting for some more from that. I was like, okay, and yeah. I guess that was about it. Like they did a um, they did a year end thing where they talked about like you know, um, 2015 with Cube and like the sets, which I thought was cool. By the way, I still you know, call me slacker. I own one card from those Commander sets so far. I have not been. I have not seen them in people's binders. I have because you know I don't want a ton of the cards. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen him in people's binders, and, like, I, I don't know. I only have been able to obtain one of them, and that's because I needed, like, an extra 80 cents to, like, get shipping from someplace, you know, to hit $5 when I ordered something. So I'm oh, like, okay. all right, fine, let's get this one. Did you get and, Fiery Confluence? No, the only card I was able to get cause, like, uh, was, that they had in stock was the new Oblivion Ring thing. Oh, Grasp of Fate? Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, why not? No, I need to get Mystic Confluence. That's the card that I really want more than any. Yeah, both Confluence. I think I've seen Mystic for like what eight or nine. Like Fiery's like two bucks or something. It's cheap. Right. Yeah, I was just looking for like the eighty cent range. Oh, okay. Yeah. Been a cheapo, but that's right. Yeah, I can, we'll I can certainly relate. Confluence or something. We'll have to figure out figure something else. So yeah, there you go. That works. So all right. So. uh... Go listen to that. Go hear Usman guest star on other shows. That's that's always kind of fun to track us down. And um, let's see. Uh, so let's you know what? Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about some Oath of the Gate Watch. Oath of the Gate Watch. It's, it's not. A, it doesn't tend to roll off the tongue very well. Like, Oath of the Gate Watch. Oath. Lots of. It feels like OTG. OTG. <laughs> There was something I remember, like you said before, it was like some kind of like anagram or something. It's like BT. Oh yeah, go for like 
Battlefield Thaumaturg, like, <laughs> it was like, it was some, like, dumb thing with Heroic or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like some two-man at 2-1, and remember you, like, went BT, and I just, like, cracked off. Whenever I see it, whenever I see it, I just, like, laugh. I, th- I forget it's, like, something Battlefield. Yeah, that, 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 seems, that seems right. I don't know if that's what, what it was or not, but. Yeah, I think it was, like, from, like, let's see. The word thaumaturge is a great word. Yeah. Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield Thaumaturge from Journey into Nyx. <laughs> thaumaturge is in there switching of power and toughness. I think this one is, uh, so each instant or sorcery spell you cast costs one less for each tar- yes, creature target. Yeah, I remember that now. Okay. And, then if, and if you target it, it gets hexproof till the end of uh, turn. Right. It's so wonky. It's like, what? Sweet. So, oh, all right, man. well, let's talk about, let's talk about Colorless Baby. Let's talk about you and me. There we go. So, uh, first off, there's a lot of really good, from the ones I've seen, even just the few that I've seen, I feel like Colorless need, can, is strong enough to be a thing in cubes. And I mean, in, in some of the smart cubes, there are some really, like, powerful cards available. So yeah. how the question is how are we gonna before we even talk about the card? Do you want to talk about implications before or after we talk about the cards? Uh, probably because I mean you have to, I guess it's kind of in the context of whatever because I mean if if it's something that somebody just doesn't want to bother with, then it's just like this card just kind of like whatever is just kind of meh like you probably won't even care about it. But if you do, then it's something that you might put some more credence to or something. Right. Well, I I'll tell you what, let's talk about the card some and then uh, see if we're excited enough and that, have that guide our discussion, okay? So so we'll get that to works. the lands later. Let's start with uh, some of the other cards. Let's start, the first one you have written here is Eldrazi Mimic. Yeah, that's probably one of the ones we can skip. Honestly. Is that the one that changes, know. like, uh, based on when another yeah. creature comes into play? It's another colorless creature, right? Yeah, and it's a two-mana two-one on the front okay. side. And then whenever you play a colorless creature, you get to change its power and toughness to that power and toughness? Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah, right. I mean, that card's cool. I don't feel like that's a cube card, necessarily, unless we're playing, like, the yeah. artifact cube or, you know what I mean, something like that, that we have a lot of interactions. So. Yeah, even so, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem like the payoff's super, super deep. How about, how about uh, yeah, Endbringer, which, by the way, is uh, uh, sounds like it should be the name of a legendary equipment. It does, yeah, like Worldbringer, and yeah, it definitely I, mean, it I don't think it can be a living weapon, though, I'm sorry to say. I know how much you like Oh. And, like, what, what? Well, isn't it, uh, isn't it, what is, isn't it, what is, is Endbringer Shaku? Isn't there something that sounds like that? Already? Yeah, Shaku, Shaku Endbringer. Okay. <laughs> so I, I listed it, it his was name like, like, some... a, like on a job application. Endbringer, common Shaku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... It was like what seven mana for some five five, and you. Like, I don't know. It's like a Vizardrix or something. Who knows? Some ridiculous. Yeah, awesome. and you like lose three mana during. Right, it's not as good as uh, right. Mugaba. There you go. So before before I'm, I click the button, so I'm going on metalarchives.com, okay. which you know is a you know list like metal bands. I start, I put Endbringer on there. I'm gonna click submit for band name. Ooh. Do you think there's gonna be a band name called End metal band called um, Endbringer? I'm gonna say, ooh, that's tough. I'm going to say no. Yeah, me too. Let's find out. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, and bring your metal band. Oh. I, I like it, though. There is one, like, I like the, the, there's, the like, name. yeah. All right, let's talk about the actual card. 
So, all right, let me, uh, yeah. I'm going to read this. So the, the, it's five and the colorless. Uh, it is for a 5-5 five, five Eldrazi. Uh, so six mana for a 5-5. Five, five. Untap and bringer during each other player's untap step. So he gets to untap every turn. So he's kind of like, uh, what, Seedborn Muse, right? Yeah. By itself. Uh, tap it to deal one damage to target creature or player. Two. Colorless and tap it. Target creature can't attack or block this turn. Two. And colorless, colorless, tap, draw a card. <laughs> this guy is so weird. It feels like that guy's cool. the middle... It feels like the middle ability is probably the weak one out, but it's, it's But, you fine. know, I, I cool. mean, so, okay, so if you're a control deck, right, I mean, that's where you're casting your six mana cards. I mean, doesn't this yeah. card help you in almost, you know, if you're talking about Quadrant Theory, doesn't this card help you in most phases of the game? Yeah, the only thing that, I Once guess, as cliche as it is, it's like, you know, it, it di- like if it dies to removal, it doesn't do anything, which is... Sure. I don't know. It's kind of cliched, but... Sure, I mean, and I guess, you know, I mean, it's 5-5, so at least it's big enough. But, I mean, if this thing lives, like, this is... Like, I would rather play this card than play the the staff that's got all the abilities. The EDH card that everybody plays. Oh, staff of domination? Like, like this guy seems more fun than that card. Yeah. Because he gets to do a lot of the same things. Like, and once this guy becomes active, this card seems pretty good. Yeah, once it gets active, it seems real And, like, problem. at some like, point, I'm you're gonna... just like, oh, well, I can attack with him and then still draw a card on their turn or still, you know, affect something. So that's the nice thing, because it doesn't have, you get to do both. You know, it's kind of like its way of having vigilance, so that way you can attack with a large creature and uh, still activate an ability with it. Yeah, and the ping ability is free, too, which is yeah. cool. It's like... Eh, yeah, like colorless, eh. colorless obviously might might cause a little problem. I mean, not if you have color, not if you have like random like mana rock that doesn't make colors. But you know, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into the whole color thing. I don't know. I like this guy, and I think I would like to try him uh, under the assumption that we're pushing colorless to try to play with these cards. I would. I I, I think this guy's neat. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's not super impressive, but he does have this like cool little halo around his head. With some uh, he's triangles. He's got the uh, he's got the 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 Koza like headgear. I oh, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's like yeah. They have all like, right, like, right. They weird... all have like the the Iun stones floating around their head or whatever, you know. Yeah. A little Dungeons and Dragons reference for you old school people. What's up? There you go. Whoop whoop. So yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I I can. Yeah. I mean, this is more exciting than some of the six drops. And you know, the nice thing about these two is that. Theoretically, every color can play them. You know, it's not yeah. an artifact. You do have to, you know, make some accommodations, but I kind of dig it. Do you like this more than Triskelion? Good question. Yeah, I was just thinking that yeah, too much. Yeah, because I was like, what six-drop hmm. creatures would I have? Like, I have, I'm like, all right, Triskelion, uh, the one that exiles a guy and you imprint it on him. Oh, a du- duplicate. Duplicate. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I might yeah, try it over uh, a Triskelion for a while. I mean, you don't get yeah. the you don't get the what's his name shenanigans like the reanimations shenanigans, but like this card certainly has a higher ceiling. Like, granted, yeah. Triskelion, you get to use it right away, but I mean, if it lives two turn cycles, you're dealing way more damage because he gets to stay a five five, and you know, activate his, that 
ping ability multiple times. Granted, you don't get to kill X1s or X2s or X3s in the same turn, but I, yeah. I could see I could see trying this over Triskelion. Yeah, that seems, that All seems right. fair. Uh, how about Kozilek, the Great Distortion? The Great Distortion, yeah. So it's a, it sounds like a metal card, right? The Great Distortion? That sounds like a metal band. That definitely does. I'm going to look that one up. You know, an amplifier or a uh, pedal, (laughs) rather. All right, so the great, Kozilek the Great Distortion is eight colorless, colorless for a 12-12 legendary Eldrazi. When you cast Kozilek, cast, mind you, not resolve or successfully cast, if you have fewer than seven cards in hand, draw cards equal to the difference. It has menace and discard a card with converted mana cost X, counter target spell. With converted mana cost X. Yeah, I like it. I like it better than the old. I like it better than the old yeah, Kozilek. This card's sweet. And then you can reanimate it, unlike yes, the old. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You don't get the benefit of the cards, but you know what? You still get to discard cards to counter the crap. Yeah, and it's not like the opponent. I'm trying to think of how you would realistically play against this in terms of like the counter. Game. I think you just have to run spells into right. it anyway. Because if you don't like, cast spells, like, a twelve twelve is going to kill you. Now, granted, yeah. it doesn't it's make like, you lose permanence, which is something that all the other Eldrazi up to now did. Right? You actually lost board yeah. presence when they were played and or when they attacked. This one doesn't do that. So uh, there is certainly an amount of if you are behind, this might not save you. Yeah. Or it may not put as much of a you know, like, say you're both level and you cast it. It's not like, uh-oh, i got to deal with this. Right, it's like, it's a, right exactly. Okay. Like, they can just continue to attack, attack around it as long as they don't die when you swing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not like, oh, we can take one attack because I'm going to annihilate or five them on the way back in. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I dig it, man. If you're running colorless, like, this is this is part of the package deal, right? This is the... Uh, this is the big daddy of all of them. This is this is what you want to be playing. This is what you want to see if it works. So obviously I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. I think I wonder how many big artifacts someone you know how many of these like giant ramp things you would want to run in your cube. Like, I, I mean, I guess it's a function of how big your cube is. But I guess that's the question of how many. Like, I guess you know you could just straight up swap. Like Kozilek, the old, the the old <laughs> Kozilek, the new. I don't even know what it's called. Kozilek, the but- a butcher of truth. That butcher was the old truth, one. Man, you get to draw four cards when you cast them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, honestly, it's kind of fu- it's kind of funny how most of the time I don't tend to like just doing swaps. Like right, the lazy the time, swaps, basically. Yeah, just like. But sometimes yeah, it's correct. Okay. I mean, I literally subbed in. Elspeth, six drop Elspeth for five drop Elspeth and never looked back. Was just like, yep, this card's I mean, way be, better. To be fair, Elspeth's hero is kind of meh. But you know, way. but th- that's a quote unquote lazy swap that actually I think is pretty correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think like this, like that's probably fine. Just like have, you know, I mean, honestly, you know, I could certainly see like having this Kozilek. Old Ulamog and new Ulamog, and maybe maybe Emrakul in in a cube or something. I don't know. Like I said, it yeah, I mean, I, well, when we, I, I'm I'm curious to see when, if and when uh, Emrakul comes back around, what that one's going to look like. But I can, I mean, I think you could certainly just jam them all, 
But if you want the yeah. the the best ones, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, they all ha- they certainly all have their merits. And let's be honest, like it's fun to cast twelve twelves that two things. Yeah, just like it was fun to unmore frozen skyscraper or whatever, or cloud scraper or whatever that guy was. You're like, oh, that's a two. Oh my god, that was enormous. Was that the thirteen? Yeah, I got thirteen. Yeah, that didn't have trample. I was gonna say I, I remember it didn't have trample. I thought, yeah, but it was a thirteen thirteen surprise. And bonk, you lost you. the shell game. <laughs> it's a thirteen thirteen. <laughs> you remember when they spoiled the original Kozilek? Like they there was a flash thing on the mothership where like yeah, it was, like, and like, it was like, like breaking like, out. broke off, like broke the screen apart. And was like, yeah, oh my like, god! All right. Anyway, th- so <laughs> yeah. this next card you have in the list is just like blows me away for. How good this card seems. Oh, yeah. Matter, Matter yes. Reshaper. Matter Reshaper. For a two and a colorless, you get a 3-2 Eldrazi. When Matter Reshaper dies, reveal the top card of your library. You may put that card onto the battlefield if it's a permanent with converted mana cost three or less. Otherwise, put it in your hand. Yeah, like What's not to like about some... this card other than the fact that you might not be able to cast it? Someone was comparing it to... Uh... Was that piloted shredder from Hearthstone? Yeah, that's exactly what. Yeah, 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 yeah. piloted shredder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually get that reference now because I was playing a little. I haven't played in like a month plus, but yeah, yeah, yeah piloted shredder. So if you get like, no yeah, get like, a, you sure get a parrot though. God, so, oh, I, I'm I'm doing whatever. Parrot off of a pilot <laughs> shredder. I've gotten more captain's parrot probably than everything else combined. Oh wow. I forget what I've usually gotten off it. It's usually just something mediocre. It's like, alright. You're like, oh my god. This is the best yeah. card ever. <laughs> and then they kill it. They kill your 3 2. Always Captain Parrot. Always Captain Parrot. Every yep. Time. Every time. Yeah. Yep. It's like when we used to play, like, uh, uh, when I used to play, uh, uh, Momir Vig on Moto. Back well. in the And you would, like, cast, you know, cast your 8, and then all of a sudden have nothing. And you're like, what just happened? And you had to look into like the little like chat box, and it's like so and so Cognivore comes into play, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. oh. what did Cognivore do? Like... for the number of like uh, instants and sorceries in your graveyard, or in all graveyards oh, or something. Zero, zero. You know, because Magnivore is yeah. the Magnivore is the nice one, right? Because that's all lands in your graveyard. Uh, but yeah, Cognivore was for terror? spells, and you know, in Momir Vig Basic, there are no spells. So you didn't even yeah, get to zero, like zero. see it come into play. It you would just like click like the cast button, like do the resolve the trigger, and then mm-hmm. you would just wait yeah. there and be like, and they would like ask you like if you're you know you have priority again. You're like I don't know. It's what like just you done. Hey, like you you done. Dumb, bro. You done. It's like yeah. I yeah it's done. like what? I've never hit phage mm-hmm. when doing when playing. I've gotten some bad ones, but I've definitely never I've never I, I've gotten never phage. hit phage. However, uh, uh, R&D member Adam Prozac and I were playing back in the day, and he definitely hit a uh, the five-drop Sky Swallower and had oh. to give me all his things. <laughs> I almost lost that game. Wow. He, he had well, to give me all his lands. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I think the only reason yeah, so why I, I won that game is because we got to, we hit, like, a uh, Hoverguard Sweepers or something absurd like that. On seven. Oh yeah. Jeez, I just bounce yeah. everything. Like, yeah, I would be like, it's like well, sure. here's my five, and it's like, well, that sucks. Like, bash you. Mm-hmm. Here's a one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, here's my six. 
Okay, that sucks. Yeah. Bash you. Okay, I guess I'm at four. Here's my seven. Uh, Hover Guard Sweepers. Pick that up. Yeah. Woo! It's like, nice. oh, God, you're so lucky. <laughs> He's like, you, you almost lost that game where I hit Sky Swallower on five. I'm like, this is true. I remember almost losing to it in limited. Like somebody cast regular Sky Swallower against me. I was like, uh-oh. So a uh, friend of mine famously uh, lost a game in draft to Eater of Days plus <laughs> Spell Shaper. The, the, it was like the staff equipment that you got to cast a spell when you attack with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That had the, you get to attack twice. Had a... Oh, whatever, the reckless beating yeah, vicious or whatever. Beating or Sa- savage, savage beating. beating. Yeah, with savage beating imprinted. <laughs> we, we, uh, we We traded for a pile of Eater of Days for, like, weeks and months afterwards to hand to him. Like, I got your yeah. card. He'd be like, oh, thanks. It's like Eater of Days. I kind of hate you guys so much. Ha <laughs> 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 your days got eaten. Like, uh-huh. dang it. <laughs> but yeah, Matter Reshaper is sweet. I, I, if, you're at play, if you're playing colorless, this is just auto in. I feel like this is, I don't know if this is, like, this and Coz, like, feel like the two payoff cards. Like, if you're going to, I feel like these are kind of, like, these are, like, the headline reasons to support Colorless. I, I think you, there's a, I think there's a, I think there's one more that does that. Well, we'll get yeah. to it, but I think there's yeah. one more that I, that I think is outstanding, and I probably like more than Kozilek. I'm probably I'm probably thinking right, the same well, one. Look at there. Let's agree. keep let's keep going for now. Uh, so the next one is Reality Smasher. These are great names, by the way. They are like they're very, and the flavor text. Read that flavor text. For Reality Smasher. All right, we'll we'll yeah. get there in a second. All right, so Reality Smasher yeah. is a five five for four and a colorless Eldrazi. So it's a five five Trample Haste, and whenever it becomes the target of a spell an opponent controls, counter that spell unless its controller discards a card. As easy to stop as it is to comprehend. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I like that flavor tag. Or somebody wrote it, I think it was like uh, Ant Tassator or something. Some flavor guy wrote it, and I was like, yeah, like This nifty. card is cool too, yeah. right? I mean, five, five yeah, trample haste. Seems... Like, doesn't this seem great at like, the top of an aggressive curve? Like, Yeah, seems like a. I remember. What was that card? Bull Ceridon? Yeah, that, that card was, was like really four. good and limited. The red-white one? Yeah, it was like Trample, four was and a red. Vigilance, I, think. I think it was Haste Vigilance, but it was pretty much, I remember we call it like a ground dragon, you know, just like attack, and it would just be like, all right, sure, five you. Right. And I feel like this is kind of the same way, where it's just like a ground Thundermaw Hellkite or something. Let me see what Bull Ceridon's stats were. I think it was five mana for I thought a, it was six mana, five, but... I th- yeah, six mana for a five-five... Uh, vi- yeah, six mana for a five-five vigilance haste. Five, right? vigilance yeah, haste. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that card yeah. was that card was real hard to beat. Yeah, it was just like, okay, hit right. you. Take five, and oh, by the way, I have Great. a five-five back on defense. Oh, sure. Yeah, why not? It's like, cool. cool. But I like cool. this guy. I like this guy a lot. Yeah, this guy seems great. Like, yeah. yeah. I honestly am trying to think of, you know, if it would be hard to accommodate for this in like a two-color aggro deck, like if you would have to be like a one, like a mono. Well, we'll, color we'll deck talk about then... that because that kind of ties in with the uh, the what, what kind of machinations you have to go into to be able to play these cards. So, yeah, but I like this guy. Like, I like hey, the idea. Like, sorry. if I get to cast this guy, I like it. Yeah, uh, we just have to find a way to cast it. All right, 
So uh, next card, which is very reminiscent of a card printed years ago, uh, Spatial Contortion, which is one and a colorless for an instant. Target creature gets plus three, minus three till end of turn. So this is obviously like Nameless Inversion. Yeah, pretty, uh, for pretty colorless much. instead of black. Uh, I am not super excited by this card for cube. I am excited about this card for constructed formats, for draft. I am not excited about this card for cube. Because I don't, you know, I don't like Nameless Inversion either. It's not like pushing you into colorless. Like, it feels like Reality Smasher or Kozilek or Piloted Master Shape Reshaper are kind of pulling you into that. Like, that's your payoff. And this is like... it's nameless inversion, like you said. I, I think I run it in my popper cube, but I certainly don't in my regular cube because it's just right. eh. Right, right. But I don't know. Like, yes, but yeah, it doesn't feel like I'm. I'm not gonna like stretch to play that, for right, example. Right, right. However, this is oh, the card that I think is the a huge payoff for the color. It, and it feels like when it first got spelled, people were no, not happy about no. this card. Like, and I, were kind I of, chimed in, and I'm like, um, I think this card is just absurd. And I think we were texting each other. We were like, I was like, what? Isn't yeah, this like, card I, I'm, <laughs> like, I know I don't play that much any, a ton anymore, but I'm pretty sure this card's ridiculous. So this is, we're talking about Thought Knots here. So, yeah, there, uh, has to be a pun. Oh, no. there has to be a pun somewhere yeah, in there, too. Like, like, not as in N-O-T. It's, like, very, it's very, uh, like, double entendre. Well, it was like, I thought, you know, like, you were gonna cast not. a spell, but I thought not, or something. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Not. <laughs> thought, and they're like, they, "Are you the not?" Like interruptions here. I'm definitely doing an open my pre-release pool. Not a doubt in my mind. I'm just casting oh, it man. and saying thought, and waiting for them to say something. And then as soon as they start, I'm just going, "Not." <laughs> so thought not here is a four four for three and a colorless. So four four for four, nice square peg. Uh, Eldrazi. Mm-hmm. When it enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a non-land card from it and exile it. And then when it leaves the battlefield, they draw a card. So, so there's this awesome Instead card, of... right? It's called Vendillion Click. Now, granted, yeah. that card flies and has flash and is one that is cheaper. But you basically get to trade the best card in their hand for a random card from their deck. This card does the same thing, trades a random card in their hand, or a, a the best card in their hand, for a random card from their deck. Not even right away. They have to get yeah. it out of play first in order to recoup that card. Like, yeah. I can see myself yeah. very much wanting to cast this card on turn four in an aggressive deck. Yeah, it's like, hey, Wrath? Right. Hey, remember that card you wanted to cast on your turn for? Bye bye. I heard you like having Elspeth, Bye-bye. Sun's Champion. Oh, Bye-bye. nope. Bye bye. Nope. It's. I feel like this card was kind of unfairly compared to cards like Mesmeric Fiend. Yeah, that card's because uh, it's not like, like when that they, at all because they get that card back. They don't get the yeah, card back, like and a, it enables if you're playing any sort of the uh, processor mechanic thing, it enables that as well. You know, I know I oh, you know, yeah. we'll have to. Yeah. That's something we'll have to, to think about it moving forward here to see if there's enough of the processing type things that we can do it. Because I really want to run Wasteland Strangler. I just like that card. But, you know, mm-hmm. I've got to make sure that, you know, we can do... By the way, I really want to Wasteland Strangle somebody's turn one suspended Ancestral Vision. 
so bad. Yeah. Oh, jeez. You have no idea. And like, have them I've play heard people... first. We like suspend. You know, take it down, take it down, and be like Wasteland Strangler. Get it out. I've heard people doing that in modern with riff bolts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can get riff bolts with it. And I'm like, sure. nice. Uh-huh. I'm like, nice. You can also get, you can also in the Eldrazi deck you can get their cards that you cast delay on turn two. Oh yeah. You can delay yeah. their cards and then be like. That yeah, delay and just rip it down. It's like nope. Anyway, so I thought about yeah. here. Yeah, I don't know. So this card, you know what this card reminds me of, and and a lot of people will, at least what I've seen so far, uh, the you know obviously you you think of Vendelian Collect, uh, but another card that I like to compare this to another card that I think people are on the fence about is uh, Chaos Warp. So oh, Chaos yeah. Warp yeah. removes a problem, right? This card removes a potential problem, right? Best card in their hand, or, you know, whatever. And it exchanges it for a random card from their deck, which the vast majority of the time is going to be worse than the card that you took. And that's yeah. even more so in the case of uh, the uh, uh, Chaos Warp, because it's just like, okay, we're obviously casting this spell because we need to get this thing out of the way and be done with this thing. And, like... Could it turn out bad for us? Sure. Also really fun. Yeah, it could. But you know what else it does? It's an instant speed vindicate in red. Yep. Yeah, sometimes you get unlucky. Right. You get I don't know. Most of the time I found it was just like, you whatever. Know, yeah. Depends on what kind of deck you're playing is too. But, like, the thing is, is, like, you know, sure, casting this card and missing, yeah, that would be bad. However, if you miss, yeah. that means they don't have non-land cards in their hands. So you're... <laughs> Seems, yeah, seems it was okay. always like you're probably I, fine, I guess. You know, it was always awkward when you cast Mesmeric Fiend or Brain Maggot, and you would see like removal and good card. Right. And you're like, I have to take the removal, otherwise they're just gonna kill it and get their good card back. It's right, like, but right, sometimes sure. that's okay. Like if you have like if yeah. you have a creature heavy draw, you're just like, well, I'm gonna take this card and make them spend their removal on this thing instead of you know other threats. So you know, it's certainly playable. Yeah. But yeah, this card. To me, this is one of the big payouts. Yeah, and I'm not saying like Mesmeric Fiend or Brain Maggot are bad because of that, but that's certainly a weakness of that. And this doesn't really have that. Like, if you look at their hand and it's air, it's like, okay. I mean, that's that's part of the game. I mean, that sucks if that happens. Also, too, like, you can, like, I imagine a world where, you know, if you have ways to, like, remove it at the end of turn and it comes back at you, you know, like... Where you're able, like a flicker, right? Wisp. Something like that, right? Where you get to, sure, you can have an extra card in your hand, but it's just going to come back into play, and we're going to, you know, retake another good card. Yeah. Once it maybe traded, put it under a mimic bat. Oh god. <laughs> Should we put it under a mimic bat and like mill them out? Just keep like putting more cards, like oh yeah, more cards every turn. Yeah, because it's not you know, a you In case they don't to. die to the four fours that you're casting every turn, I guess. I don't know. I just like yeah. stuff like that. Here's a 4-4. Four, four. Right. Here it comes. Huh. Take a rest card. Take a rest card. Oh, oh, take a rest card. Yeah. Oh, now, uh... All right. Now you're dead. So, uh, by the way, I really want... I have a very good friend who is a math teacher, a magician friend of mine, who is a math teacher. I really am... I am not, I'm not joking going to start calling him the Warden of Geometries. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think he teaches algebra, but I really want to call yeah, him the Warden whatever. of Geometries. Not going to lie. I mean... Nothing stopping so, you. I, I'm certainly doing it. Nice. I'm, cer- I'm certainly very picking good. up every foil one I can and handing it to him. 
Oh, like that in Eater Days? Oh, Curve. <laughs> curve Eater Days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the last colorless card, which is a really neat card, is Warping Whale. Yeah. And that's uh, one and a colorless for an instant that has three modes. Uh, the first mode is Exile Target Creature with Power or Toughness, one or less. Whew. Counter Target Sorcery Spell or get a 1-1 one, one Eldrazi Scion. So this card's yeah. way better than the other removal spell, right? Like Spatial Contortion? Oh, I yeah. I mean, this card yeah. is... Worst case scenario, you get a 1-1 one, one that you could block slash ramp with. But, like, the power, the fact that it's power or toughness... Like, this is exciting for limited, for, uh... I mean, rather, for constructed formats. Like, yeah. like you now have, like, modern decks, like, uh, Tron decks, now just have, like, a colorless removal spell for Jace. Or a colorless removal spell for, you know, uh, unprowessed, uh, one, two, Swiss spheres. Or, yeah. you know, a, a variety of things of that nature, like, that are going to be a pain. Yeah. I wish it would say instant or sorcery, but I mean, it's still fine. Like, sor- it's free. Like, it's. Yeah, okay. I mean. It's free. Sorceries are, uh, they're pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, like we don't get to counter an instant. Oh man, this card doesn't get to be completely absurd. absurd. <laughs> yeah, go like just get envelop, you know, as the second ability on the card. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's like free. It's like, all right. Sure. Alright. I don't know, man. Like I, I dig this card. I I feel like I want to find a way to play with this card if we're all doing yeah. this. I do think like for example, would you play it if it costs because I was just thinking this now, would you play it in like a white deck if it costs like one and a white? I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I would probably play it if it costs one black. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, it, it feels like there still isn't really an analog for, because, I mean, like, Vanilla Test, for example, like, a base rate for a 2-2 is 2 mana. I guess maybe in cube it's 1, but, you know, Vanilla Test, 2 mana, 2-2. Two, two. There really hasn't been anything like that for Eldrazi Scion. I still have... I think I talked about this on the last review. I still have no idea what an Eldrazi Scion is worth, mana-wise. Oh, right. It's worth one? So, of course, worth one mana? Is it worth two? Right, because this, uh, right, this is an instant speed Eldrazi Scion. Yeah. So, well, if you think about it, right, so you get the mana back. So that's one of your mana, right? Because even mana exchange one for one. So I guess the creature, the one-one, is worth one mana, Right. So I guess two yeah. mana is the correct cost. Yeah, and maybe everything else is just, you know, you get a one mana one one flash scion, and then the rest is just gravy. Right, like I'm not playing a one one for flash scion. You know, that, that's not something I'm I'm interested in casting. However, when it has two other modes to it, that the first mode is good in the early game, and the second mode is good in the mid to late game, and the third mode is a break in case of card sucking. Yeah. Like, at least you get a guy. But even then, like, I, you know, probably, you know, have to be in pretty dire straits to just want to make a 1-1. Like, sorceries are pretty good. Maybe not against yeah. aggro decks, I guess, but... It's yeah, I mean, sometimes there's... So, such. You can get their uh, fiery confluences, but yeah, there's not many. But it doesn't hurt when you know. can. I dig it. You can, yeah, seems nifty. Okay, so as far as creating colorless mana, 
So uh, let's first talk about the, you know, there's the new basic land, too, called Wastes. Now, Wastes are a basic land, but they just make colorless mana. Um, yeah. In the draft format, they are in the packs. They're a pickable card in the packs, from my understanding. Yeah, it's like Cold Snap Vomit. So I don't think I want to do that with Cube. Oh, that I would just be want terrible. them in the basic land box. That That's if you want do. them, they're available to you. Because if you do it the other way, you just have a bunch of basic well, like, right. have, wastes that are going right. to do nothing. Also, we would break the singleton rule. Here's your one waste. Good luck finding yeah. it. <laughs> but even say if, say even if say you include like twenty ba- like wastes in your cube, yeah, twenty last. Most of yeah, just yeah. like it's like oh boy, and then if you were to see like the, you know. Warping Whale or, you know, anything, like, even a Thought Knots here, it's like, okay, I have, I guess, a One Waste. That's, it kind of, have you ever drafted, uh, do you ever hear about the, was it the Desert Cube on Cube Tutor? It's just like Cube, oh, but wait, you yes, yes, don't yes, get yes, basic. Yes, we have talked about this. Okay, yeah, and it's kind of, I was thinking it's like that, where it would be like that, where, you know, you can't take your basics, so you have to just get them during the draft, and you just end up with, is it even worth it? Like, you're just going to get crushed by some whatever deck that isn't trying to waste all their picks with basic lands. That just seems no. Right. So, you know, definitely putting uh, definitely put them in the latest land box. But I, I think if you want to push this, and, you know, and I don't know how many more cards of this type we're going to get. I don't know if this is going to be something that we're, and I haven't read, so maybe you know, but I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're only doing this for this set. If it's going to touch, you know, we don't know what Shadow over Innistrad is. Like, my first thought was, ooh, I wonder if Emrakul is the Shadow over Innistrad. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but, you know, I don't know if we're, how soon or how often this colorless mana thing in the casting cost is going to become a regular thing or not. Or only in the yeah. Eldrazi adjacent, you know, sets. So... As far as I know, they said they're going to use it about as often as hybrid, so it Every looks like the door while. is probably, okay. yeah, so not terribly often. Right, but you'll see some stuff once in a while. Okay, so yeah, all right, so so there's a bunch of long-term implications as well. Yeah, and I feel like the expeditions probably, you know, they pushed a bunch of iconic lands that produce colorless yeah. mana. Just as kind of a hey, remember, it's just kind of because during the spoiler season, a lot of people are just like, okay, what. How does this work? Right. And I, I think a lot of people figured it out by now. And I'm because, glad you like, said that, too, because it's literally all the lands that make colorless mana. Yeah. So, like, Ancient Tomb, you know, people have kind of a mental image of what Ancient Tomb does. It's, like, makes two colorless mana, and they print the expedition without needing to make some stupid errata right. or something. I mean, they're going to errata anyway, but this way it lets them say, hey, check out this new Ancient right. Tomb. I guess Mana Confluence hey. doesn't make colorless mana at all, but... Uh-uh. But I guess that's another one that's kind of, like, nifty or something. But it seems like a lot of them were just like that, where it's just like, all right, here's here's this nudge, here's Wasteland, and this is how that works. And I think that helps a lot of people figure it out. I'm not sure how many people get it and don't. The mental the, the impression I get is that a lot of people get it sure. now, whereas when that spoiler came out for Kozilek and those lands, people are just like, what? I don't even... I don't understand. And wizards, and wizards couldn't say anything because it was an unofficial Correct. leak. So, and, and they, you know, they big couldn't plans be like for revealing everything. So yeah, and that kind of got 
messed sure up. Sure did. But, yeah, so it seems like, you know, I, I what I'm probably going to do, and, you know, I've probably talked about how I don't really have much time lately, and I've been meaning to do just, like, this big change, and it's kind of inspired by what I've done with my Popper Cube, which I've changed but haven't put on Cube Tutor because I'm awful, but <laughs> that's made... I remember when Modern Masters, the new one, 2015, Modern Masters 2 Electric Boogaloo, it came out and I was just like, okay, so I'm going to restructure, I'm going to make it 360, I'm going to just restructure everything, but one of my goals was to make artifacts work. Like, I want to see if Affinity is going to work and, you know, just put a bunch of artifact things in there for, like, Metalcraft and artifacts and see if this does anything. So I just restructured everything kind of cut back on multicolor and put more slots for artifacts. Because I remember, like, way back in the day, um, a lot of the sections were very structured. It was just, like, 50 in each section for Wooburg, uh, 50 artifacts, 50 multicolor, 50 whatever, and then, like, 60 multicolor, so you could have one of each tricolor. Even though, I think back then, all you had, like, in Teamer, for example, was, like, Intet and Guided Passage, and, like, that's it. And they were pretty bad. So, I think I don't know if I started this or just if it was something that was happening. It's just like, okay, so what if you just play around with it? You know, just like change things up. And I think that helped. Like in my Popper Cube, like you can actually, you know, play a deck with cranial plating. Whereas probably before I rebooted it, you probably mm-hmm. couldn't. So I think that's something interesting. I think that's something that I'm personally going to do. I'm probably going to cut back on like multicolor, for example, and maybe just shave some stuff off of Wooberg and then put some more slots for Artifact and Colorless, because and I have an article that I'm writing, you know, I've been kind of working on. So I looked at the average 450 card lists on CubeTrader, just as just kind of a basic runner. Okay. Guess how many sources of Colorless slash Diamond Mana there are? On average? And pop yeah. yeah. Or just in the average 450-powered, whatever, 50, 450 quote-unquote regular cube list. All right. Are we including things like uh, that can search up a wastes? Uh, you know, like Paramorphic Expanse, for example. I forget if it was. I'm just going to click back on that link. Because Terramorphic, is, you know, Terramorphic could get a wastes. So technically, yeah, that sort of counts. Let's see if it is in there. Do, 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 do. Okay, so I guess... Yeah, I guess that kind of counts. I'll just edit this real quick. Oh, sorry. All your, all your oh, no, big late plans, and I blow it up with my first question. Oh, no, this, <laughs> no, this actually helps, because it's actually... There's two this of actually them, remember, there's Evolving Wild and yeah, Terramorphic. Terramorphic yeah. and Evolving. Okay, so counting those okay. two... How many colorless sources are colorless there? Colorless sources by land or colorless sources, period? Total. I'm going to go including those two. I'm going to say six. Actually higher, 16. Oh, Jesus. But it's less than – it's still not much. So I'm, I'm going to go – Yeah, like, I, like so the uh, ones I'm thinking – and i got to remember, too, I'm not super popper savvy. So I'm – Oh, this is just oh, in regular cube. Oh, I'm cube, sorry. sorry. I didn't know you meant regular cube. I thought you meant popper cube. Yeah, I would have guessed higher. Oh, no. Popper cube. Okay, I sorry. I, I got distracted by I thought because I, I thought you were talking oh. about popper cube, and then I thought we were going into that. All right, so so can oh, I try I'm to guess? Sorry. I like I okay. like guessing yeah. games. All right. Let me uh let me get a, a list here so I can type stuff so I can know what. Perfect. So we're going to play it like Battleship, right? So it's like hit. Ah. Okay. Uh, Sol Ring. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mindstone. Yeah. I'm going to put little plus signs next to <laughs> this. What was it? Mindstone? Soul Ring yeah, Mindstone. Um, yeah. uh, there's the one that makes it. You cast it for four and it makes three. <laughs> Dynamo. Grand Dynamo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let me think. Uh, <laughs> by the way, have, trying to just name cards off the top of your head for this kind of stuff. Oh, I know. A Grim Monolith. Yeah, that's one. And I'm going to include Terramorphic and Evolving Laws. Well, you said okay. before. All right. So. All right. Uh, let's see here. Rub my hands together. So we're trying to do this. And, and, you know, I, I, I can think about all the magic card names in the world when I'm by myself. But as soon as I start talking to somebody else, I'm like, can we include, uh, what about filter lands? Can we just say those are one big group? I don't think there is actually any okay. in here. All right. I'm going to just double all right, check. So that's strike one. Just hover right, so. Yeah. Eh, you don't oh, get strikes. We'll, that. well, I'll stop guessing after I get three strikes. That's, that's not cool. Screw it. Forget that. <laughs> I'll put them in the other column. I'll put them in the frowning column. All right. Let's see. Okay, fine. So, uh, I'm just hovering over the mouse right, real so quick waste, just to confirm so there's wasteland no and strip mine. Yeah, Wasteland and Strip Mine. Let's see. I'm going to go back to my list here. Wasteland, Strip Mine. Mutavault. Uh-huh. Mutavault, yep. Factory. Uh-huh. Uh, factory so Metal one. Worker. Uh, I don't think that was on there, but I'm going to double that's, check. That would be tough. That card wasn't on there. Uh-uh. Let me double check this list here. Metal Worker. Yeah, wasn't really? on there. It is not You're on there. Beating. That card's sweet. It is. Put that in the frowny pile. Oh, actually, I thought, I thought of another one. I forgot to put that on there, but, so I'll say it. Solemn Simulacrum. Oh, yeah, so, so you're right, because Solemn goes yeah. to the basic land. Ooh. Yeah, so we got three free ones. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm not going to say pain lands, because that's going to be my third strike, but some lists certainly uh, have to run, you know, there, there are some, you know, that run, like, only the agro-color pain lands. You know, not, or yeah. similarly with talismans. Like, talismans make colorless, right, and then they make a color for a pain. Like that's yeah. in like the second right. tier of things, but I'm not expecting to see those necessarily. Uh, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna double check, but you know, I am not doing the strike thing. I ain't striking you out. This ain't, that ain't but I can think of better cards. Those are just things that come <laughs> to mind because I've been thinking a lot about what you could add. Yeah. And I'm actually gonna write the I'm actually gonna type them down because those are I think things we need to think about as far as colorless yeah. mana generators. Alright, let's see. Probably before Probably before I submit this article, I'm going to have to read <laughs> to look through all these one more time. So, all right, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other things that tap for colorless. Let me go through my lands in my head first. Uh, I know this one's not on there. What's the land that's... Uh, well, some of the expeditions, right? Uh, what, the one that is like Maze of If. The one you spend uh, Core Haven. Oh, uh, I don't think that's on here, but I'm just going to double-check, see if it's under white or something, but I don't think it was... Core Haven. Nah. Well, that does make colorless, though, and that's one that certainly we can consider. Yeah. Uh, Ancient Tomb? Ancient Tomb is one of them. You have... How many left? I think it's like five or four. Like, one, two, I... three, four, five. All right, let's see. So, Ancient Tomb's on there. I'm trying to think of other... Uh... Is City of Traders in People's Cube? Uh, I don't think it's on this right. one. I mean, that's kind of a... I have that in my, my second column of... I, I, I didn't think it was going to be on there. 
but that's yeah. you know, certainly something we can think about. All right, let's see. The one that I was originally thinking of, and this one's not in people's cubes anymore either, I think I even took it out of mine, is the one where you get to go, you sacrifice it, and you get to go get a forest and a plains. Oh, Crosenverge? Yeah, so that That does make colorless, so that's another. Yep. It does make colorless, and it does ramp. Um, there's There's got to be mana rocks that I'm missing. Mindstone, uh, Signets don't make colorless. There's got to be... A None of the three mana rocks make them because they all make colored. Would you like a hint? Uh, sure, I'll take a hint just for the reader, for the listener's sake. There is a three mana rock you are th- you are not thinking okay. of. Okay, so it's not it's not it's chromatic not, lantern, it's not dark no, steel, not lantern, and it's nope. not, uh, not coalition relic. Corelic. right? Nope. So what would the uh, and you know and uh, gilded lotus does not it's make the, and that even that's a five mana but gilded lotus can't make colorless either um, it's the original version of a card you've listed earlier the three mana uh, basalt monolith okay yep that's one of them alright ooh good. good 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 pat myself in the back for that one uh hmm Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I feel like there's another two mana rock that I'm missing uh, it kind of counts as two mana. Hmm. Let me think. Uh, what other cards make colorless mana? I know there's got to be... I, I feel like there's there was a bunch of them, and then as soon as I started listing them, they all, like, evaporated from my mind. Like, oh, you know, yeah. you used to play, I mean, we used to play, like, Prismatic Lens, for example, right? Doesn't Prismatic yeah. Lens make uh, make mm-hmm. one that filters, yeah. right? It's a free filter for yeah. a color. Yeah, it's not No, 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 but I'm just, that, yeah. that's what I said. That's, yeah. a, that's a, among the list of things. Also, what's the two-mana rock that turns into a 2-2? Guardian Idol? That's another option. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. But that's not on there right now, so one. Guardian Idol... Hmm. All right, I'm going to need some hints. So it's it's a two-mana rock, but it technically doesn't cost two mana. Oh, it's uh, Everflung Chalice. Yep. The other one's... Kind of usually considered with power, but it isn't technically power. Library. Uh, you know, I don't what? think this. A, I don't yeah, think that's library on of Alexandria. Yeah, those make colorless mana. <laughs> For some reason, I think this is. So it's weird. This doesn't have power. The average 450 list here, it has cards like Soul Ring, but it doesn't have power. Yeah, like I think huh. Soul Ring's as big a, an offender as some of those other ones. So. I was about to say it, it's better than probably those, than those like, others. I, I think library is certainly something we can we can talk about too. Yeah, library isn't on here. Mana crypt, right? Not right, on that's here. the other one I'm thinking of. Mana crypt and yeah. mana vault. Yeah, vault's yeah. the other one. That's that's the last one. And the I'm not the other one's a land, and in my cube I put it under a color section. Well, there's a uh, Volrath stronghold. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're done. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that's it. That's not, that's about... So there's 18 colorless sources in the average cube. 
Granted, no, you know, this no, is... No, I don't wait, even a second, think... wait a second, wait a second. Wait, hold on. Back up, back up, back up, back up. Academy Ruins isn't in people's cubes? Mm-mm, not in the average... Really? Yeah. I mean, because that's a... That's a nice one. Yeah, that's not good. That's, uh, that seems like that's one that should uh, should appear a little more often. Uh, let me think. What about the... No, the Red Utility Land Stinks. I'm trying to think yeah. of those, like the cycle of all those sorts of lands. Uh, there's like Hellion Crucible, which is, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, but so <laughs> I'm always a fan of a fart sound. <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean that doesn't seem like very many. Yeah, it's That's definitely not like enough to cast these spells. If, like if I was in a draft, for example, and I was in that situation where I was fourth pick, saw Mirror Pool, and I was to ask the cube designer, say, hey, how many colorless sources do you have? And say they, for some reason, knew they were like eighteen. Right, Here you plus go. wastes that you can get as basic lands. Yeah, and what I... I probably would just pass, like, ah... No, but what you can do is you can be the mono-blue artifact deck as long as you're not planning on playing, like, Vidalkin Shackles. That's you can still probably fine. make that a, a mono-blue slash wastes mana base. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and still get away with some amount of, uh, of being able to to function, basically. Especially if you have color-producing rocks, so yeah. But so I think if if people are going to do this and want to do this, like I think you have to find a way to get filters and or painlands in your cube. Yeah, or at least other colorless sources. Well, like those I are like the first like ones personal... that come to mind, right? Because if I think of you know, I think of all my mana fixing, all of my mana fixing lands for the most part only make colors. Yep, which is kind of awkward. It's it's like it's funny how with devotion because, you know, like something that cost triple black was always a drawback right. except for devotion. It's like, oh, it makes it pips for 3 with gray merchants. Like, oh, okay, cool. So this previous drawback is now a bonus. Right. Especially if you want to be doing stuff like this. And I think those are one of the places that you can go to try to help enable it, right? So maybe instead of, you know, I don't, you know, I hesitate to use the word lazy swaps, but like sideways movements you could do is like instead of maybe running Scars Lands, you run the Pain Lands instead, right? Because you want the yeah, or right, filters. Because you want, or you know, let's say you're one of these people who run these cards and for in the aggro pairings and these cards and the other pairings, like you could very easily slide those into the pain lands for one. Mm-hmm. Or like the pain lands for the aggro colors and the filter lands for the control colors. Like you could very easily slide sideways. The other thing that this does as well is if you're looking for a reason to get the signets out of your cube, you can free up five of them by running talismans instead. Yeah. And I think that's a change you could make without it being too embarrassing. Yeah. Or just even, like, other colorless sources as well. Like, I used to run Blink Moth Nexus. Like, it was nice. Oh, yeah, sure. It's one of those lands I'm keeping an eye on or just other colorless sources. Like, I'm definitely... fine. Yeah, Core Haven's a nice white land. Equipment, you could run Power of the Magistrate. Yeah, but if you hate equipment, then get out of here. You're one of those? Because it kills living weapons. Sure does. Sure does. Sure does. Kills your favorite card. 
That used to be, didn't that used to be like the tech? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, back in, in uh, when uh, the uh, Stoneforge decks were running Legacy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Power of the Magistrate. Because, like, like, if I remember correctly, Full of Power of the Magistrates, like, just don't exist in the wild. So, like, I think yeah, that card's a, a fair amount of money. Let's take a look. Uh, yeah. Tower of the Magistrate. I know regular ones Probably are like, like 20 or 25, and they're way down now. They're three again. Well, but the uh, ready? Like, all right, let's play the let's play guessing game. What is TCG? Right. I'll give you the range between TCG low and TCG high. If you, I'll give you a Uh-oh. price range. If you can like Price is Right style, like the range finder game, see if you can get a guess in between those two. You have a fifteen dollar gap between all but fifteen dollar gap for foil, foil power of the tower. I'm going to say 125. You are significantly over. It is between 40 to 55. And those oh, wow. have gone down significantly. I mean, take a look at the price when... chart. It's on a significant downturn. I mean, it looks like the price was almost double back in 2013. Remember Lawan, yeah. the card that like, bounced every blue creature? Like, that used to be worth so yeah. much. And then, like, when Merfolk deck, went. Like, basically, so. Yeah. See, that I was like, oh. Anymore. It was like, oh, Snapcaster, right. I can just play this two-mana blue creature without needing to... <laughs> you can play either two-mana blue cantrip, two-mana two-one flat cantrip, where I have to reveal Merfolk, or play a two-mana two-one flash thing, which gets something back from your oh, graveyard right, right. with, like, oh. no effort. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, so I think, I think if you're going to... And that's something, you know, I've been starting to look into foil pain lands. Uh... And you know, oh, yeah. foil original ones are starting to take off because of the what happened to the price. Uh, for example, Carpluzen Forest. Uh, foil Carpluzen Forests are hard to get for under twenty dollars now, because hmm. partially too because of how expensive Grove of the Burn Willows became. Oh yes, yeah, so this is like a so budget this is version. a pseudo budget version, I guess. There are other lands you can yeah. certainly run, but like the life game doesn't you know necessarily do a whole lot, but. Uh, so, you know, Grove of the Burn Willows, I think that's, I don't know if people are turning to it or just, you know, uh, EDH. I mean, if you're an EDH player, foil painlands are a, a way, you know, like mana fixing way to get colorless and multiple colors. So, but I think you have to go that way. Like, I think, you know, and, you know, you have to go with ways, and the, the problem I have with trying to figure this whole thing out is how do you find ways for your attacking decks to be able to cast these cards on curve? Yeah. And one, I think the only real answer to that is to do it through the mana base. Is to do it through filter lands. Is to do it through pain lands. Because you're not going to be able to, you know, you don't have time to... I mean, who's, you know, what aggro deck out there is casting Mindstone? Or... Like you yeah. know, or you can do it. You know, of course you can do it through like Mutavault, Factory, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that's not very many cards. You're not casting Everflowing. Turn one Goblin Guide. Turn two Everflowing Chalice. <laughs> Everflowing Chalice. Turn three that four drop guy. Four four. Like that's that's just not a sequence you're gonna really yeah, gonna be whatever I thought not to not uh, to to do very often. So I think if you're if you want to do this, you have to do it through your lands. Doing it through your lands, that's the, the first place you can look. Uh, I mean, that, the first place you can look that's not going to affect your ability to cast your colored spells as much. 
like those yeah. one land hands you can keep, but the only land you have is rugged prairie. Yeah, like probably like, oh, you're gonna yeah, be stuck yeah. with that one. Your hands like rugged prairie mutavault. It's like <laughs> it's like oh. So you know you know you'll get stuck with stinkers like that every once in a while, but. To me, that's the first place I'm looking to fix those issues. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you could, like, there's a temptation to just put every mana rock in, but, I mean, that's just going to make the colorless cards de facto control cards. Right, and that's what I, exactly, exactly. That goes perfectly with what I was, with what I said. I see, you know, that's, okay. Well, right, because that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, because, like, yeah, you don't, if you've got, like, got... You know, right, turn one, Reckless Wave, turn two, Mind Stone. Yeah, woo! Yeah. <laughs> turn turn 10. Cash it in. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a universe where you could cast Guardian Idol on turn 2? Like. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, it seems stinky. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, shrug. But I think that's where you have to go, and I think that's, you know, obviously that's it's very much, you know, there's no, you know, I'm sure the pain lands were in the origin and magic origin specifically for this reason. For yeah. So. Yeah. I think there was a development article sense. where they talked about right. that. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, I'm sure there was, but you know. Like Night Vale Spectre is like, what? Like this makes no sense, and it's like devotion. It's like, ah. Right, right, yes. All right. Now this. All right. Makes let's sense. move on to actual cards that cost colors. Uh, well, you're... That, you know, they're <laughs> this one's going to throw a bit of a wrench into... <laughs> so, uh, Eldrazi Displacer. This also activates on Diamond Man. Right, so this is two and a white for a 3-3. Three, three. So 3-3 three, three for three. Kind of like where we like to be. Uh, Eldrazi, Devoid, no color. Two and a, and a colorless. Exile another target creature, then return it to the battlefield tapped under its owner's control. This is kind of neat card. You can yeah, get, I like it. You, I mean, obviously you can re-trigger things, but you can also, you know, you, being able to blink is always a useful ability. But the fact that you can also use this as a non-tapping ability to get rid of opposing blockers yeah, like is really cool. Or get rid of opposing attackers beginning a combat. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, you come back into play tap. I guess you're not attacking with that guy. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, it's kind of bad versus, like, Titans or whatever, uh, I mean, but, you know, sure. whatever. It's also bad whatever, versus, sure. like, Tonkavu. I mean, okay. <laughs> oh, because you can't... I was thinking, what if you blink out your own guy? And it's like, no, I wouldn't, like, blink their guy, and that do not work, right, right. no. But, yeah, this is... I, I like that it's an on-curve attacker, because it feels like a lot of these kind of blink creatures aren't very cost-efficient, like Miss Metal Witch, like two mana for a 1-1, sure, sure. like on its front side, as a creature, it just wasn't that good. Right, like that's why Flicker like, was good, because it's three mana, it's three power flyer for three, so yeah. it still fits on curve, and you get to, you know, do something dumb. Yeah. And I've heard people testing this in, like, Death and Taxes as a one-of, because it can do a whole lot of stuff. I'm like, well, yeah. you know, being able to Aether Vial it in, too, is kind of nifty. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. Like, Vile, blink your guy. But I just, I really like that it's an on-curve, actual, decent Ooh, threat. You could also use it in conjunction with your, what's the guy that you tap him to el- to exile himself and the other creature? Yeah. Can't you, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, like, Pia and Kieran, and I'm only... I think I probably saw that because I'm just, you know, you know, going oh, no, through cube just for stuff I mean, to flicker. What, I mean, it, aren't there, I mean there, are, there are flicker cards that do things when they enter and when they leave, too, right? Yeah. Oh, no, like Thought Knots here. It's okay. But no, like, advantageous, like, like uh, you know, whenever it leaves or enters play, get the, you know, get this. Oh, yeah, like uh, Sundering Titan. So, yeah. Like, and, yeah, just like, okay. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> yeah, what's another one? It feels like there's another one that's like. Well, there's uh, the 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 goblin, right? The two mana goblin that comes with a one one with echo. Oh yeah, Mar yeah War Marshall. War Marshall. I don't. Know it always like trips me up. Like I'm just trying to think of cards that have that ability, you know. Yeah, that's not bad. Like War Marshall is pretty decent. That have you know, you know get them on the way in and get them on the way out. I'm sure there's a really good one that we're that we're missing. Also, you get the flip. Yeah, you get to flicker your. Uh, the five mana guy that you can evoke for six and get back multiple two drop two power guys. Oh, Re yeah, Revelark. Revelark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Stuff. Yeah, this card's sweet. Yeah, I really like this card. I'm probably... And I feel like this is another card that makes it worth the payout. It isn't technically a colorless card, but I mean, if you don't have colorless sources to support right, it... Right, because you're not just playing, really... you know, vanilla three threes for three. Like, you want to be able to use the actual ability, so... But I, the thing yeah, about this card is that I think it's good in multiple theaters of decks. I don't think this is a, yeah. a one-theater card, so you can certainly get away with playing it in control decks. Like, yeah, you know, whatever, blink my Muldrifter end the turn. Yeah. Shoot, if you have enough like mana, you can just blink it twice. Can't you? Yeah. Because it just comes in and then it immediately comes back. just comes back and play tapped. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it... Like, it definitely feels like it's more of a, an aggressive card, but I mean, yeah, it's not embarrassing in, like, an aggressive, or, like, control deck either. You could evoke Muldrifter, and with damage on the, yeah. and with the, the ability on the stack, blink it. So you there you go. Four cards for six mana instead of two cards for five. Oh, I forgot, uh, so I was looking through my cube, I forgot, there's another card that gets waste mana. Secure a Tri Builder. Ooh, that's right, or Ramping Growth, if you're one of those types, or, what's the one that suspends? Search for Tomorrow? Right? That gets basic land. Yeah, I wonder if it's in the the 450 average list. So, oh, and cultivate and Kadam yes, is yes, yes. too. Okay, okay, all right. So there, yeah. So we got some more ways to we got yeah. some ways to do it. Especially, and in, in, it's nice to have the green the green cards to do that too, because that way, you know, the, the ramp archetype is real. So. Yeah, it gives it a little bit. It's it, essentially you're splashing for because I always liked Kodama's reach and those kind of things to help splash. It's like, and here's me splashing for that. You can't far seek. No. But you can rampant growth, so that's a little that's a that's a cute little bonus. Yeah, so those are neat ones. All right, uh, new Linvala. Ah, new Linvala. So new Linvala feels like a card. When I read this card, I think of I'm going to hear multiple people complain that they lost to this at the pre-release or in limited. <laughs> I yeah. was winning, and then ellipsis. Linvala the Preserver, uh, five five flyer for four white light. When it enters the battlefield, if an opponent has more life than you, you gain five life. And when it enters, if an opponent has more creatures than you, you also get a 3-3 flyer. So, yeah. this card seems awesome. I am not running this card in my queue. It's So it seems like, aside from Sun Titan, which is pretty, pretty far the best six drop in white creature... Unless you count Elspeth, which I guess you could. 
maybe? Like, this seems like the second best white six drop. I mean, I, I guess it depends on whether or not if you consider, like, Exalted Angel a six drop or a four, a three plus four, or, you know, however, however you want to classify yeah. that, I guess, as well, is another another part of it. But, like, I, I mean, certainly it catches you up a lot. I'm just, I just don't feel, I'm not very excited to play this card. It does strike yeah. me as, ooh, I want to do this. And I've never had the thought of, you know what I could use more of? I mean, I, I have Yose at the six drop also, I think. Yeah. Because that card's really hard to control when, it's you like, know, that gets out of hand. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill, oh, I don't want to kill it. <laughs> so... You know, I, I don't know. I mean, yes, I, I would agree that it's probably the, you know, second or third best six drop, but I just don't know how many six drops I need. Yeah, because, I mean, at least for aggressive, I mean, like, or more things on the lower end of the curve, it's, you know, you don't necessarily need a whole lot of big, dumb things. Like, I feel like I need more sixes in green than I do white. Yeah, yeah, because I think white's top end is great as is. So... Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at on this. And whites, uh, you know, while the sixes, you know, we don't have tons of sixes. Like the sevens are really good. Yeah. Like between like Angel Serenity and Elishnorn, like good. Work. Yeah, both of those are just. Yeah, those are both real, so, real good. But I mean, it's okay. I, I I would not. I would not be unhappy. Yeah, if you were to see it in a, in like. A QB would be like, yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Makes sense. Probably take it. May not make the main deck, but wouldn't be embarrassed if it did. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. But people are going to come playing like crazy. Oh, yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be, uh, screaming like, I don't know. <laughs> screaming like Judas Priest or something. I, I thought you were going to make a Banshee <laughs> comment or something like Judas Priest. Ah, uh, yeah. That, I guess. All right, yeah, so uh, want to talk about Oath, Oath of Gideon? Gideon? I'm not very excited know. about this like, card for Cube. It's kind of like the front side is kind of meh. Like it's very fairly costed. It's just very meh on the front side. Like the the second ability actually seems very good, but I do wonder how many Planeswalkers you would want in your deck to realistically run. Right, this. to have it take up a spot in your forty. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing, is just... I want to say... Four? At least? And even then, what I want to... It's like, say you have a white-blue control deck, or something. You have... Because I'm uncreative. Big Elspeth, small Elspeth, baby Jace, and Jace Architect of Thought. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I would probably run it in that deck. Yeah, I do also like how the soldiers protect right, the planeswalkers. Exactly. I think that's right, right, right. Game. I mean, it makes sense from that point entirely. Yeah. I'm just not super yeah. excited. I feel like this is a I'm going to make a fun constructed deck, or I'm going to make a fun EDH deck, or a fun casual deck, or a fun tiny leaders deck, or I don't know, fun random rando format theme deck. Like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. where this card belongs more than in cube. Because I don't think the Planeswalker decks need help. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it just doesn't seem like it's worth it. Because this is right. Because like, like, I don't think this card is necessarily good enough on its own merit. I feel like this card is good if like your Planeswalker decks are struggling and you kind of want to 
I don't think that just doesn't happen. So. Yeah, like it's yeah. It just doesn't seem right. worth it. If it costs one and a white, of course I would play it. Then it would just be like a a riff on one of those kind of cards, like what's that? Gather the Townsfolk yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Then I'd play it, but three mana is a bit too expensive. Besides, we got that new Eldrazi guy. Speaking of white right, threes, right, right, right. By uh, shrug. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh, a solid shrug out of ten on that one. Nice, I like it. Speaking of white threes, what do you think of that wall? Wall of right, resurgence. So it's an 06 for two and a white creature wall. Defender, of course. When wall of resurgence enters the battlefield, you may put three plus one plus one counters on target land you control. If you do, if you, okay, so you get an 06 wall and it awakens one of your lands. It's an awakened three. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a whole lot of power and toughness. It kind of feels conflicted because like the aggressive decks aren't going to care about a wall, and the control decks are sometimes you're going to see this as a liability. Because right, I don't want them to be able to bolt my land. Because if they stunt my de- if they stunt my mana development, I'm in trouble. Yeah, it's like nice, uh, nice stone one mana stone rain idiot. And like right. on the bolted. bright side, I mean they do have an O six. Yeah. Eh. But still, I I don't know. Like I felt like it's a lot of power, and I feel like they're. <laughs> I, so I, I feel know. like this card feels... would be fun in a blank deck where you have like the man lands. So you get ah, to like blink yeah. it and turn your uh, celestial colonnade into a se- into a seven seven. Oh jeez, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty good. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Got counters on it, turns it into a four four instead of a one instead of a zero zero. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because weren't people doing that with so like? Then, uh... then you could attack with it, and then. Before blockers, then you can turn it into the four, four, slash seven, seven. So that would. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think you can just do it during your first. Yeah, no, game, I'm just saying. Just, like, wait, you yeah. just like tap that anyway when you play it. So then you'll need to give it. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm just, I'm and, just going down the rabbit hole. Like I, I like to think about things, but yeah, I, I'm not excited about this card. I, I don't need. Yeah. I, I don't need more walls. I'm not excited. Yeah, Another wall. walls. Walls are nifty, but not... Right, yeah. Don't need them. All right. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, blue cards. What do you think of Dimensional Infiltrator? All right. Dimensional... Yeah, all right. So I've never seen this card before. Dimensional Infiltrator. Uh, one in a blue for... Oh, wait. Maybe I have seen this card. Uh, I think I've heard about this card. 2-1 Flying Flash. And one in a colorless. Target opponent exiles the top card of his or her library. If it's a land card, you may return a Dimensional Infiltrator to its owner's hand. Yeah, so it's kind of like two mana for a two one flash flying, which is nifty. Right. And the other ability is just kind of like, yeah, like well, makes me think of Frenetic. Is, is, well, what's the the two mana two one flyer? Is it Welkin Turn? Yeah, like Welkin Turn, uh, Stratus Dancer. Yeah, like those all feel like eh, close. Yeah, and this is a nice. I I do like Flash. Correct. I like Flash creatures anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm admittedly biased, but I do right, like what's how better than creatures blood- at slow speed, creatures at instant speed. It's a blue haste. My favorite. I I do like how the ability kind of makes me think of frenetic. Yeah, afraid. a little bit. And it's kind of like they don't necessarily want to put like use spot removal on it, it, it because it isn't a hundred percent chance that you're going to sure. save it. But the opponent may not necessarily want to take that chance on it because you know what? Like say they have four mana right, available. Right, but if they're killing open. it, they probably it's they're probably ignoring it unless it's a problem. 
And if it's a problem, yeah. then they're fine with you picking it up too, because it's then then not attacking. Although it would be a drag to like end the turn against someone with a bunch of mana open. They're like, oh, hit it, pick it up, replay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think this card's okay. Yeah, I like this I, card. Uh, I, I, I feel like, like it's, it more than I, I, like I do. Probably, but, but I do admittedly love flash creatures. It's okay. Like too it's much. It's kind of yeah. interesting. I, I'm not a super huge fan of the ability, but because I, I don't feel like this is something I want to stretch for. Because I'm not. I, if it didn't have the last ability, I'm not playing this card. Or yeah, I probably. I don't need my blue aggressive to be good. I'm okay with it just having yeah. some pieces. I don't feel like this is something I need necessarily. Um, and the last ability requires you to, to kind of do the thing. I don't know. I mean, I guess it gives you another avenue of attack, too, if the board's ground stalled, right? Yeah. I mean, kind of like how you used to be able to do with, what's her name? The green, the, the black-blue fairy queen. Oh, Una? Yeah. It's a May, so yeah, if you want to go on that plan, you can be like, right. Mill, do it again. It's like, oh, Just to land. Well, let's keep going. It. Right. Try to yeah. Mill. I don't know. It's okay, I guess. Yeah. I could see trying it, certainly. Yeah. There's my Sterling endorsement. I could see trying it. All right. I could see trying. What do you think of the next card? Profit of Distortion. All these Distortion oh, cards. Sorry, P. Lemmy. Distorted here. That's All right. True. So Profit of Distortion is a... For a blue, you get a 1-2. And the void. Three and a colorless. Draw a card. Okay. It doesn't twist words, it twists worlds. <laughs> but it's like, it's in a, it is a bit of a tongue twister, right. that flavor text. Well, right, so that's nifty, yeah. twisting the words around. And it's yeah. Tongue twisty. That's nifty. <laughs> I feel like this is a card I would like and I don't. Yeah. Uh, uh. It was the spoiler for Joy of Cubing when they did, they had, this is a oh, spoiler. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I but I'm like I don't I don't know if I'd run this in my cube, which seems weird. It's okay. Yeah. Do you like do you like this honestly or Azure Mage? I would play. I would probably play Azure Mage before I would play this one. Yeah, that's what I feel like too. God, I wish it were like an O three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'd be too good that way, but to be able just to like be able to block the aggro idiots. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I would wish this card did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... Yeah, it's... Okay. it's uh, yeah, shrug. Shrug out of ten. Yeah. What do you think of... Uh, I don't know, these surge cards? What do you think of those? Uh, I've seen the, the tentacles one. Oh, yeah, because that was... I think that was... Some spoiler from... That was in the spoiler with Chandra and whatever. Oh, oh, in the visual spoiler, they have the Devoid blue card separated from the regular ones. <laughs> yeah, and that's why that's why I put the sheet. Yeah, I just kind of did, did it. That way. All right, so Surge, draw two cards. Yeah, it's instant speed card draw, but I mean, we uh, can do better. Don't, don't yeah. need it. I don't even know if I'm going to run in my Popper Cube. Crush of Pentacles, eh, whatever. It, it kind of makes me think of what's that card... Uh, D- Devastation yeah, Tide, yeah. the one with Miracle, like, eh. Uh, Gift of Tusks, which makes me think of Reality Shift, which... Punctify! Were... Reminds me of 
Well, they're like, reality shift, like, this card sorts plowshares. I'm like, no, this card sucks. This card sucks. Well, end of turn, target creature becomes an elephant. It's an experience hey, it you'll like never Kevin forget. Walker art, though, right? Oh, it is Kev Walker art. It is Kev Walker art. <laughs> there you go. Poopy's artwork. Uh, and what the, and then, Hedron alignment. Uh huh. Yeah, just LOL. Well, that's a nifty new like, negate. Put... That's going to look cool on foil. Yeah. Yeah. I think Oath of Jace. Oath of Jace. All right, let's see what Oath of Jace does. Uh, two and a blue. When it enters the battlefield, draw three, discard two. So, pseudo brainstorm. Okay. At the beginning of your upkeep, scry X, where X is the number of planeswalkers you control. Again, I don't feel like I need this card in my cube. Yeah, just kind of, it's, it's like a middling draw card. Like, I like, like, so, Draw three, discard two, right? So we're talking card uh, parity, right? So we're just basically we're winding up with an enchantment in play. So we spend a card to... So we're spending... You know, we're losing three cards. We're losing the oath and the two we discard. So, I mean, that's fine. And, like, you know... I mean, I still run compulsive research. But, yeah. like, I kind of like, you know, being able to discard less cards. Also, yeah. with thirst. I guess that's the thing. Would you like? Would you play this if it wasn't for the that's last? That's what I'm like, trying to read just, just the top part. And would I play this honest, card? And I'm not convinced. I don't think I would. Uh, yeah, I don't think I would. Yeah, me. I'm not convinced. I, don't, I think this one is. I think this one's an easy pass. But again, I wouldn't blame people for wanting to play it. But I don't feel like yeah. I necessarily need to. It does seem kind of interesting. With reanimation, but it feels like there's better cards for that anyway, like thirst and compulsive and and like even gifts ungiven or something. But I don't know, shrug. Sphinx of the final word. Oh yeah, there you go. A bunch of no fun for your opponent. Thou shalt not interact. Yeah, I was about to say thou. I feel like this is going to be like some weird card in vintage. Ooh, ooh, I like his flavor text. He answers questions as. As ah, really asked him, but so his answer grumpy. is always no. Nope. So he's grumpy. He's yeah, like we grumpy always kid. note. We used to note people all the time. They just start Aww. the conversation. I said, "Hey, can I?" Nope. But I nope. <laughs> but I just went nope. This card, this card is just nope. You're right. It's this kind of grumpy is, cat. Yeah, it's grumpy cat. It's like nope. You don't get to. I do. It's a, like a riff on Joarl, and I think I'd rather have Joarl. And I don't think many lists are playing Joarl nowadays. Well, it's like you know, becoming sphinxy. The, uh, yeah, he's these kind of things flying hexproof incident sorcery spells can't be countered. It can't be countered. Okay, sure. Yeah, shrug. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Sight. What else is there? I don't think there's anything else uh, in blue, right? I don't think blue's got no. anything else. Sort. What do, think of, what do you think of bearer of silence? Bearer of silence. Which doesn't look like it has flying because of the way it's, it's cropped. A quiet but... game here. Bearer of silence. One in the black. For a two one oh yeah it does have flying there it is all the way at the bottom so yeah. <laughs> I'm like used to seeing flying towards the top of the card not at the bottom that's why I'm like oh but it's an order of like you know relevance when it comes into play all right so bear of silence uh, one in a black for a two one flyer devoid can't block yeah who cares when you cast bear of silence you may pay one and a colorless if you do target opponent sacrifices a creature neat yeah it's a uh, kind of like gatekeeper of get yeah. Mal here. Sure. Yeah, I, I like, like it. Card. I like it. 
Yeah. It feels like it can just, it can just be a two one aggro, dude. Yeah, just like But uh-oh. like sometimes on turn four you're just like, Oh man, I wish he didn't play that wall. Yeah. I wish he didn't have that tree name right. nemesis. Sure wish oh, didn't oops. Do, I sure wish he didn't play this. Whatever. Yeah. Do you like this better than Necrotal? I don't know. Maybe. It's a solid maybe. Yeah, it's a maybe. Out of, but I do like no, this card. I, I like the card, but like you know, it's it, it's one or the other, right? I don't know if I like it better than Necrotal, but I mean, it's yeah, a good right. card. Unless you're right. Thumbs up. Unless your black decks are getting oppressive, and you have to, you know, you need more cards to kill black creatures because you know Necrotal can't kill a black creature. I'm, I'm thinking that black cards aren't oppressing anybody's cubes right now. I don't think so. so. No. Anyway, yeah, I dig it. I'm down. Essence depleter. Essence depleter. Like oh yes, yeah, problem. We can skip. Name. Essence depleter. Wouldn't like yeah, the it, depleter a... of essence. I don't know. All right, let's see. Let's see what it does. First of all, I'm trying to figure out the artwork. Is that a person standing there with something wrapped uh... around it? I have no he's idea. He's holding like geometry in his left hand, and he's wrapping it around with the right. Yeah, I'm trouble I... figuring out what this card is. Anyway, uh, time to squint. So and... it is a two-three for two and a black. Eh, devoid. One yeah. in the colorless. Opponent loses one life, and you gain one life. Yeah, so you get uh, what's that? Orzov Guildmage. Shrug. It's a little expensive. Yeah, uh, I can. Uh, I, yeah. I can pass. Yeah. Uh, there's this bad Abyssal Persecutor, Inverter of Truth. Inverter of Truth. Two black black I for a 6-6 six, six be... Devoid Flyer. When it enters the battlefield, exile all cards from your library face down, and then shuffle all <laughs> cards from... Oh. Yeah, so you, so you jace, them, you jace yeah. yourself. No. Jace ultimate not, yourself. Not interested. No thanks. No. I, I want per- I'd rather Persecutor no. than just right. die. No, I'm good. Uh, yeah. Ruben Bresler posted something today, uh, you know, of course, you know, people on their salty moto experiences, uh, that he, you mm-hmm. know, he's playing Legacy Cube and, uh, kills oh, the opponent yes, with, uh, yeah. Persecutor and then, you know, casts, uh, ultimate price on his own Persecutor, kills opponent and his opponent, you know, started cursing and going off again, like, oh darn, I played this card with a drawback and I had an answer to it. So lucky. Yeah. So lucky you have <laughs> removal in your black deck. Wow. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, not not interested in that one. Ooh. Yeah. Reaver Drone, what do you think of that one? Another two mana, up one black mana for 2-1. All right, so, yeah, one please. Black, Go ahead. One black mana for 2-1, Devoid. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. At the beginning of your upkeep, lose a life unless you control another artifact, unless you control another colorless creature. I was in at 2-1 for 1, as long as yeah. the drawback wasn't the... terrible. I was gonna say it, it feels like it's the worst out of these. Like sarcomancy and whatever might be worse, but I don't know. It feels like this is the worst out of them. But I mean it's still yeah, it does the job. One for one. And an aggressive deck. I'm down. Yeah, attacks. It blocks. But attacks is the main thing. I kinda of feels like this is it's kind of weird we've been seeing cards like um what's that? Bloodsoak Champion. Right. Which is like super push, but really didn't do much in standard. And I kind of figured that would make wizards go, oh, "Well, let's push this even further." And this kind of feels like they were pushing right. back. Well, Akans was just so good. That set was yeah, just so powerful. Like I think you have to step it back a little bit. 
Yeah. Yeah, Khans was a really And that's the thing, is like that Bloodstone Champion is actually very, very good in the decks in which it's good. The problem is is that like there are some matchups where like the card's just not good. Because I actually played a black yeah. red warriors deck for a while. And matchups mm-hmm. where the, the recurring two one attacker was good, the card was absurd. And you wanted as many as possible. Then but there were certainly matchups where just card was not that great, so you're just like, Well, all right. And like the whole deck revolved around whether or not your recurring two ones were good or not. If they weren't, yeah. then you were in trouble, basically. Yeah. All right. I'm in. I mean, I'm I'm always in on two ones for one, two power for one. You're in, unless it's like Goblin Cadet. We're in. Oh yeah, good old good old Goblin Cadet. <laughs> I think that's it for colorless black cards. What about Kalidus? What do you think of that guy? Kalidus. Ma. Kalidus. Yeah, Trader of Get. All right. Uh, legendary creature, so four mana, three four lifelink, legendary vampire warrior. If a non-token creature an opponent controls would die, instead exile it and put, and you get a two two black zombie, and two and a black sacrifice another vampire zombie, put two plus one plus one counters. So he gets the you get the vampires and then he gets to eat the vampires. To eat oh the zombies, yeah, the zombies. All right, yeah. and then you could like sacrifice. Your if you have a zombie in play, basically you can pay four mana and just put counters on them endlessly with a grave crawler. Oh yeah. Oh no, it's when your opponent. Oh, uh, when opponent. Yeah. Not oh, your opponent yeah dies. No, I'm out. I mean, I think it's fine otherwise. Like I don't. The other ability is mainly flavor texty. Yeah, three the four. I mean, sacrifice four mana whatever. for a three four lifelink is fine, but eh, I don't know. Not thrilled. Yeah. I think it's, I've been playing it, I've been liking it so far. I like all my gigantic demons right now better. Yeah, I mean, why not both? I, I mean, how much, how many cards can you add? You know what I mean? Like something, you know, in order for something to come in, something's gotta go. Well, yeah, no but, kidding. You know what I mean? Like, what am I taking out? <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. Do. I don't know what's in your I cube. Don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't. But I'm, I'm just saying you can probably have both. Like, I don't think you have to go one for the other, and I'm like, Think you can probably have both, but I, like I've been trying this guy and he's been fine. It gives him extra value to your kill spells, which is nifty. But it's also just an ice creature. It, the art makes it look like it has flying, which is yeah, kind of dumb. And it's like what? Not vampire. You're a vampire that doesn't fly. What is what is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know. I am mm, lukewarm at best. Yeah. At least he's ripped. This is true. He's and I like how he's on the front side and the the other. The old one is him on the backside. I was like, yeah. Wait, what? Like the old Kalidas from okay. Zendikar, it was showing him from the reverse angle. I'll yeah, find me, the I'll, I'll look it up right now here. Yeah, it's Kalidas. I forget what it actually is. Like Kalidas something of something. It's like a, yeah, it's like showing him from the back where he's got like all the armor and whatever. Of get? Yeah. But yeah, it's like him from oh, the yeah, back. Okay. And yeah, so this one's the front. So it's, it's a nice I little. See, I see. Yeah, so it's like a nice little, like, hey, look at this. And it feels like they've been kind of do- hitting the nostalgia, like, in Time Spiral, they would put a lot of references, sure, sure. but people would complain because they didn't get everything. And it feels like they're doing that in sets nowadays, but it seems like they're doing it in ways that may be easier for people to recognize. Right, except me, who, you know, couldn't remember Blood Chief of Get. Yeah, this is a draft, unplayable. I don't know, I just remember. A million that, that's what I remember. 
Yeah. <laughs> it costs. No collar. The, the reason I put this in here is because it feels like this is something that's usually on an enchantment, not on a creature. But it's still just yeah, expensive. Um, no, I'm good. Remor- remorseless punishment. Uh, Punisher card. But you do it again. Loses yeah. five life unless they discard two or sacrifice a creature. But yeah, no. Nope. But you, get, you do okay. it again. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't care. Woo. Don't care. But yeah. Unless, unless I'm controlling their turn via Mind Slaver. And I somehow <laughs> control the castles as an instant. I'm not that interested. Yeah, just like shrug. We think of Eldrazi because uh, that's all, all the right. black cards. We think of Eldrazi Obligator. Eldrazi Obligator, Vampire Envoy is a really cool piece of artwork, by the way. Yeah, it does. Or I guess she. I have no idea. I can't. I'm too lazy to look further. Uh, I think it's a lady. Yeah, it okay. Yeah, that art is right, nice though. Eldrazi Obligator. Oh, is this the one you get to take control of their guys? Uh, yeah, it's like a, it's the zealous conscript. Yeah, yeah the kicker. Awesome. Uh, so this is a two and a red for a three one Eldrazi Devoid with haste. And when it comes in the when they cast it, you can pay one in a colorless to gain control of one of their creatures. Basically, you know, uh, mark of mutiny or whatever you want to call it. Just take control of it. And... Yeah, I like this card. I'm down. I like That's this card more than so, I like the one that the multi kicker one. Which was that one? The, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The the one, <laughs> the strive one. Yes, is that the one you get to cast up? Like you get to pay the cost multiple times or whatever. Oh yeah, harness by force. force. Yes, I like this better than harness yeah. by force. I agree. Like it, it's. Uh, I do wonder how often I'll cast it on three. I mean, it's a three one haste. I mean, right. Sometimes that. you just need a three drop. You need to keep pressure going, and it and it's fine yeah, in just, that role. It yeah, doesn't, just doesn't die. Right, exactly. Yeah, you get the creature till EOT. I do like Zealous Conscripts more, but people tend to underrate Zealous yeah, Conscripts. Yeah, Zealous Conscripts are actually absurd. Great. Yeah, just like... undervalue a lot of that card. Even if you don't get a Planeswalker, it's like, all right, I'll get your blocker, and then I'll punch Correct. you with it. And then I'll have a 3-3. Three, three. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that card's nifty. I like this card. I'm down. That seems nice. What do you think of... I don't think I put Kozilek's Return in there, because yeah, that card seems it. dumb. card's going to be... Yeah, whatever. I, so Chandra, like, what do you think of that? You know, there's another podcast that we could talk about the fact that a pyroclasm is mythic. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's awkward. But, I mean, the effect is so powerful, it would certainly ruin Limited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, especially so... I mean, I get There's a lot of reasons why I get it, but I think if this card sees play any significant amount in Modern, which I think it very well could, or even in Standard, I think you're going to see... I mean, how expensive it's already? Like, pre-selling for like $20 or something absurd, I think. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that card's going to get real dumb real fast. Let's just say yep. we hope we open a pre-release version of it so we can sell it. Oh, geez, yeah. All right. I'm sorry, what am I looking at next? Uh, Chandra. Chandra, Chandra Flynn I remember being unimpressed by Chandra. Uh, let's see. So, six mana Chandra... Four red red for a four loyalty. Plus one, put two, three, one elemental creatures with haste. Exile them at the end of turn. Zero, discard all the cards in your hand and draw that many cards back plus one. Ooh, okay. And minus X, Chandra deal served. Okay. Alright, I might be back in. This card, this card's Yeah, this card. So I had, uh, you know, I wasn't able to make the cube draft on Tuesday. 
but I, you know, dropped the cue ball so somebody else could draft it. And the deck that 3-0'd was, like, this red, blue, splashing white for wildfire. It was like a wildfire deck, essentially. And it had the Chandra in the deck. And, you know, I asked him when I got home, when I looked through the decks, I'm like, hey, I was new Chandra. And let me see if I can find it, the text. All right. But he had that and the new uh, red-blue Manland. Oh, okay. Whatever, Wandering Fumarole. I guess that's how it's pronounced. It. Fumarole or Fumarole? Yeah, who, who who knows? So I asked him, I'm like, hey, how'd you like this? He says, the land was tapped for either color. The Chandra was godlike. Nice. Yeah, this, yeah. Uh, upon further review, now granted, not a huge fan of the first ability in a six-mana Planeswalker. Yeah. Like, I think that's it's the thing mainly... that, that threw me off about it a little bit. Yeah. And it is kind of not that great against Titans and stuff, because... This doesn't really do anything to those. Like, because like, you can't really... zero draw a card. Yeah, and that ability is very... Especially because you can chain it together. Like, say, you cast her, you have two cards left in your hand. You zero, so you go up to three and say those cards are terrible. You draw a card and then chain that away, so you go back up to five. Like, that's a lot of card selection. And it feels like that those kind of abilities tend to get underrated anyway, where you just, like, discard and you draw. That ability's really good. Yeah, that, that's nice. And then... Yeah, sure. and... Okay, sure. And her plus ability can just clock the game out very right. quickly. Yeah, you, you can it's a you can turn the corner with it quickly. And I like, you know, like I said, I've been trying to include more red cards that do more than just attack. So I kind of like where this is positioned a little bit, the more I think about it. Mm-hmm. Because you actually get to play yeah. like a red board control deck, where you get to actually turn a corner with your planes with a planeswalker quickly. Because I mean, if they're if they're empty boarded, six damage a turn adds up quickly. Yeah, it definitely does a lot, and it pluses. I mean, it doesn't have an ultimate, but honestly, that's fine. Whatever. Is the minus an ultimate technically? I, I guess. Nah. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I like Chandra. Yeah, Chandra seems. No. Yeah. It's nifty. What else is there? Crimson Fall, Wisps? Fall of Titan. Yeah, Crimson <laughs> Wisps or whatever. Sanic, Sanic Fast. Ooh, Goblin Dark Dwellers. Fall of the Goblin Titan. Dark Dwellers. Let's talk about yeah. that one. That card's really... That card's... I really like this card. So hopefully everyone's seen this card by now. But uh, it's a 4-4 four, four for 3 red-red. Obviously Goblin. Uh, with Menace. When it enters the battlefield, you may cast target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard with Converted Mana Cost 3 or less without paying the cost. And you exile the card. So you get to flash back a three drop or less. Spell. Yeah. What's what's that for like? Yeah, and I kind of like how, you know, a lot of red decks tend to, you know, do their thing and just burn blockers and whatnot, or even just go to the face, like EOT, burn your face, whatever, when you're in burn mode. And this tends to fit that game plan very well. And I, I've I've liked this card. Like I think there was one time I think somebody cast had like two one ones, and I flashed back a fire ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this card very much seems close to an auto include, and something like this might be the card that finally kicks like Ancient Hydra out of my cube for nostalgia. Because this card is yeah. really good. Really, yeah, really good. A... And menace. It's a four right. four menace ain't bad either. It's it's something they can't just right. jump block. Right. Yeah. But I really, I really do like how, yeah, this is essentially a, a build-your-own flame tonkavu 
that can also do other stuff. I mean, obviously, if you have Ancestral Recall, Time Walk, right, right, whatever, right, the absurd cards or whatever. Yeah, like, like those are nice, but I mean, yeah, if you get those, that's a really nice bonus. But I mean, even if you don't, so I whatever, think because of this I'll, card, Boom Bust has gone up in value. Oh wow, wow! Because you get to bust. Yeah, six mana. Remember the card of Keldon Firebombers? Yeah, Firebombers. Yeah. Should, should we name it? Should we describe it on the cast? I don't know if anybody else does. <laughs> so it's three, three. I think it's three and two red for a three, three, and each player sacrifices all their lands except for three lands. Right. I think? It's, it was akin to like wildfire on a creature, basically. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's a three. It's a three, three for five. And right, that's exactly what it does. It sacrifice all but three lands. Yeah, yeah. So you get to reduce yeah, so people kind down of, to three lands. Yeah, like boom busts with uh, Dark Dwellers kind of makes you think of that, but much better. So. Jeez. And yeah, like, there's it's it's hard for cubes to find room for Kelvin Firebombers. Even though I think it's a nice effect, but like Thundermaw, Stormbreath Dragon, Kiki-Jiki. They kind of make that all hard right. to include nowadays. And Goblin Dark Dwellers and... And I guess you could consider the Eldrazi Steel Guy right. in that vein too, where it costs Shudo five. Drop, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Zealous Conscripts, right. which we just mentioned in Gush Gang Commander. Yeah, Siege Gang too. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's probably. But I, I do like Dark Dwellers. I think that's yeah, good. for sure. I'm down. I I I do hope I to get it in like a red black deck and like build my own. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Giant and ravenous rats where I can thought tease them. That'd be nifty. Alright. Yeah. Oath of Chandra. What do you think of, yeah, what do you think of Oath right, of Chandra? Let me read it. I, I don't I know if I've CD. read this one yet. So, That's two it. mana, one in a red. When Oath of Chandra enters the battlefield, it deals three damage to target creature and opponent controls. Oh, I misread this. Ew. At the beginning of each end step, I play, if a planeswalker entered the battlefield, nah, I'm good. I'm out. I, I thought you could volcanic hammer when I'm it out. came down. Like you could, yeah. What is going on? I thought it was like, a build around searing blaze kind of thing where you could hit like a creature or a player, but this just hits creatures. No, get no, out. No. no. Why does Chandra have to be so? Let's uh, <laughs> reckless, Typically. reckless bushwhacker. Yeah, we think All this right, one. So three mana for a two-one haste. When it enters the battlefield, if its surge cost was paid, which is one in a red, other creatures you control get plus one plus zero and gain haste. Neat. I don't know how good it is, but it sure is neat. Do you like it better than Goblin Bushwhacker? Certainly. I don't know if I do. Like, you probably will hit the Surge in most red aggressive decks. Right, anyway. and that's the thing, is you get to underdrop. Like, if, uh, like, you get to cast, like, 2-2 two, two instead of, like, a 4-drop. So you get to, to underdrop and get a big bonus for it. Because then you get to, you know, attack for a 3 plus an extra, you know, however many. Like, if you support tokens at all, this is, I think, an easy add. If you support like the red token theme, just yeah. do this, no problem. I mean, alongside of Goblin Bushwhacker, I like how Bushwhacker means like, hey, everybody gets bigger in attacks. The the new the Bushwhacker. I, I would love to make like a list of uh, magic accepted terms where like you know every card named Bushwhacker has this, every card that mm-hmm. has this in the name means this. You know what I mean, like come up with, like, a list of uh, definitions by magic cards. Like, if you were, like, a small child and learned these words, 
playing Magic, like when you were like seven, eight, nine, you just thought like Bushwhacker meant, you know, makes everybody <laughs> bigger and attack and gives haste. I was going to say, wasn't there like a wrestling duo, the Bushwhackers? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was. I'm I, don't, big, I don't remember I'm much about it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed wrestling until I was nine, ten. Yeah, I remember there was some people in like grade school who were really into it, and I kind of like knew some of it by and proxy. People love wrestling. I, I I remember having a lengthy Twitter conversation with a bunch of people trying to understand like what the crossover is between like wrestling and like magicians. And everyone swore by it, man. There are a bunch of people love love them some wrestling. I don't get it. I'm just old, though. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Yeah, what you going to do? I don't know. I dig this card. I don't think I'm going to play it, but I dig it. Yeah. That seems, that seems I mean, legit. I think it's fun. Yeah. Man, the rest of these cards, are, like, I wish the dragon was a bit more undercosted on the surge costs. Like, if you hard cast it, it's just no. Yeah, that's just kind of me. What do you think of uh, going to the green cards? We think of Vile Redeemer, because the rest of these red cards okay, suck. Okay, I'm looking. Vile Redeemer, okay. Uh, I don't think I've seen this one. Let's see. So two and a green for a 3-3, three, three, devoid flash. Whoa, flash! Yeah, a green woo. card, all right. Uh, when you cast Vile Redeemer, you may pay a single colorless. If you do, put a 1-1 one, one Eldrazi Scion token. Wait, wait, hold on. Put a 1-1 one, one Eldrazi Scion creature token on the battlefield. For each non-token creature that died under your control this turn. Okay. Yeah, so it's like so it's color, uh, of, the color claw, of the claw. Right. Instead of bears, you get Eldrazi Scions. Yeah. For an extra mana, you get one ones instead of two twos. Yeah. It's at least less embarrassing to hard cast. Right, right. So without three, stuff three, dying. Three, right. Yeah. <sighs> I honestly, I don't know if this pulls me into colorless, you know? Mm. Mm, not, I, I don't know. It's neat, but I'm not really feeling this card that much. Yeah, I like the next card. The card that's next to it better. A world breaker. <laughs> a, it breaks the rules. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm over Bio yeah. Redeemer already. I'm sorry. I'm already messed up. <laughs> so this is like uh, six and a green devoid. Five seven. When you cast it, exile target artifact enchantment or land. So it's like the biggest creeping mold ever. It has reach. And then you can spend two and a colorless sack of land, return it from your graveyard to your hand. I do like that it recurs. That's that's a pretty big game. It's a little awkward that it triggers on cast, because it feels like this is one of the few things you would actually rather cast than cheat into play, like Kozilek. I guess Kozilek, you'd probably be still fine cheating into play, because they still have a 12-12, and it's like, deal with this. Yeah, but I, I like also, the ability, I, could, I, like creeping, I like the creeping mold ability attached to it. Yeah. It kind of felt like there was always, like, a... Uh, there was, like, Acidic Slime, but there weren't many other good Creeping Mold kind of right, creatures. Right, and this one, like, what's the one? Is it Was the uh, Exarch? Yeah, it was the Brutalizer Exarch, Exarch. and it was just a 3-3, three, three, and I was like, that body, no, that body was bad. Like six mana, right? Yeah, six mana for 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, I don't know. I like this guy. This guy seems Yeah. I don't know if I have room in for it. For it in my cube, just because I'm gonna be, I'm running like a uh, Avenger. Right, well, we all just got nifty Avenger foil Avenger of Zendikar's for cheap. So, I oh, wasn't. It's sure in the is. box set. Sure is. Nice, nice. It was like Avenger and Hornet Queen are. I mean, I don't know if many cubes play 
Avenger, but I know a lot, you know, pretty much everybody plays People should Queen. be playing Avenger it's, if they're not. It's very good, I agree. And I, I had to I, learn that lesson, but mainly it was because I was too cheap to try to go get a, uh, and, and I couldn't find a, you know, trade for a foil original Avenger. So once it came out in yeah. cheapo version, I was like, ooh, we did it. Yeah, like, yoink, I got a, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it was, it was also in the Commander box. One right, of them, right, 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 but, but not foil, so. Yeah. Yeah, like getting a bunch of dudes, I think is great. But I think this supplements those pretty well. I do think like the like you lose a land, which can be a bit of a dragon, like the ramp decks. But I mean, you most likely have land to throw away anyway. In those decks, I mean that's right. fine. Just like okay, mm-hmm. I will get this back and kill another thing. It can't kill planeswalkers, but honestly, I think I mean, it's fine. Five sevens do a good job of killing planeswalkers. That's true. Do you li- and I like this better than Sylvan Primordial. I think that's. Pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Sylvan. How big is that guy? I think he's like a. He's a six-eight reach. I love how all these have reach. Like, okay, sure. I mean, it makes sense, right? He's really tall. Because they're so big. <laughs> yeah. So you can knock it out of the sky. Or like, hey, buddy. Bat. Mm-hmm. So, so you, I think. Do you like this guy better than Sylvan Primordial? I, do. I think so. I, I never yeah. really considered Sylvan Sylv- Primordial that much. Honestly, I didn't either. I think I saw some guy talking about it on the stream once, and I was like, yeah, it seems okay. But, yeah. But, yeah, it just okay. felt like it. it was always... Yeah. Well, Worldbreaker seems neat. What do you think... Of, like yeah, that seems... What do you think of Natural State? I'm pretty sure you won't like this card. Let's see. And honestly, I think I'm okay with it. It's a disenchant. Spoiler. Natural State. One green. Destroy Artifact or Enchantment with Converted Mana. Yeah, I don't, I don't like cards like this in Cube, so... Yeah. I don't know if I like it better than Nature's Claim. I definitely would have played the crap out of this card back in the days of Affinity, so you can, like, put oh, yeah. it on Isochron Scepter. I used to do that ah, with, uh... Yeah. So it was the two-mana one that you get to blow up anyone you wanted with, uh, Scry. Oh, Telja yeah, Justice? Yeah, Telja Justice or whatever. Huh? That card's nifty. That was fun to imprint on Isochron Scepter, too. But this is threes or yeah. less, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just don't like playing cards like this, so... No thanks. Yeah. What do you think of Nissa? I think a new Nissa, Nissa voice of Zendikar. Mm. I'm guessing you haven't seen it, at least from that reaction. I knew there was a three mana planeswalker, but. Alright, let's see. Will you, uh, will you read it? Oh, yeah. One double green, three mana, planeswalker, Nissa. Oh, three loyalty, not three mana, of course. Um, plus one, put an 0 1. Green plant token creature on the battlefield, minus two. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control. Minus seven. You gain X life and draw X cards where X is the number of lands you control. So essentially, like, Sphinx's Revelation. Uh, I'm in. Kinda. This card's awesome. Yeah. This card's awesome. I, I, it feels like this card's been quite underrated. Three mana planeswalker. I'm in. That, that's good. Yeah, it does. I'm in. I do think it, it's interesting how, like, you know, like, um... Like, uh, what's that? Like, Elspeth? Like, OG Elspeth and Soren? Like, they make 1-1s. And you could argue, like, an 0-1 doesn't really have much board impact. But a lot of times when I made tokens with those Planeswalkers, a lot of times they just defended the Planeswalker, or may have gotten some chip damage in, but most of the time they just... died. And I was fine with that. Like, sure. that's okay. No, I mean, these abilities yeah, like, are... I think these abilities are appropriately reasonable. Yeah. And I, I guess it's like if it dies to removal, it's a bit of a feel bad because you just get an O one and an O one 
can't do anything really except block or act like. But it also ate a removal right? spell, and if they have a removal spell yeah, exactly. for your planeswalker on turn three or on turn four, if you're playing this on turn three, or you know what I mean, that they can kill it around it, then you know whatever. Yeah, like that I happened. mean, sometimes your stuff dies. Yeah. No, both. I, I like both of the Nissa cards, like that we're going to talk about. Yeah. a lot. Both the Nissa cards are very good. I really like. I really do like this new Nissa. Yeah, no, uh, the other Nissa card, it's not Nissa's Judgment because <laughs> the card just looks awkward. Oath of Nissa, which I think, I think that's a very nifty card. Yeah, Green Ponder. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's another like library manipulation thing, which is interesting to see in green. Like. I would have thought it would be Jace, but... Alright. That's a green mana, legendary enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, look at the top three cards of your library. You may reveal a creature, land, or planeswalker among them and put it into your hand, put the rest on bottom. And you may spend mana as if it were... as though it were any mana of any color, or mana of any color, to cast planeswalker spells. Okay, so... It replaces itself. And green decks, pretty sure you're going to find a land, creature, or planeswalker in your top three. Yeah. So it certainly replaces itself. And it's got this extra benefit later on. And it's a little bit of card selection and a color that struggles for that kind of thing. I actually had somebody able to cast Garrick, what was the five-mana one, Primal Hunter? Ooh. The two yeah, green, yeah, 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 the, the high green one. Yeah, he was able to cast that with Oath of Nyssa. I think he just had two forests, but was able to cast cast with Oath of Nyssa. I'm like, nice. Got that out, got uh, that out there. Yeah, this, I really like this card. And like, if you miss, then don't buy a lottery ticket, because you're very unlucky. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> but I mean, most of the time, if it just cycles for a land, like, that's, that's okay. Sure. That's not bad. I mean, right, that's like your almost worst-case scenario. Yeah. And usually just like yeah, it's actually a little bit of card selection. Gets you a creature you might you you want. Or a planeswalker. Yeah, I like it. It's a, it's a yeah, thumbs up. Down. Thumbs up. The thumbs up, yeah, like the soda. What do you think of uh Sylvan Advocate? What do you think of that right, card? Sylvan Advocate. Uh one in a green for a two three. Okay, elf, druid, ally, lots of creature types, but not a lot of letters combined. It's a three, four and five letter word. Uh, Vigilance, as long as you control six or more lands, Sylvan Advocate and land creatures you control get plus two, plus two. Yeah, make your treetop really big. Neat card, not playing it. I like it. I've been playing it. It's been this neat. Not super interesting to me, but... Like, two, three for two isn't super interesting. Uh... And having to wait for six lands for it to do something, I mean, at least it gets a little bit bigger in the later game. But, like, I don't feel like... I guess I'm not sure what... Where I... When what decks I want to be casting this. I guess the mid-range deck? Green deck? Yeah. Usually the mid-range decks. Yeah. I do like... And the one thing I've liked is that you don't have to wait a turn, like, uh, whatever, Dragon Master Outcast and Scoot Mob, where you have to wait for an upkeep cycle to get the benefit. Assuming you just play it early, and then you play a land right, and attack. Right, you just have it right away. Yeah. I like that part of it, but it's been nice. It seems okay. I guess it's nifty, but... 
I wouldn't say it's like a staple or anything, but I mean, it's been it's a good card. I do like that it has the Manland thing, which is a little bit more than flavor text because we're getting more of those nowadays. Right, that's neat. Yeah. I really hope there's more Manlands in general in Cube. Or just in general. I think those are nice. <clears throat> there's not much else. There's a uh, upgraded Penumbra Spider, but I don't know if I even like it better than Penumbra yeah, Spider. Yeah, so I'm not running wrong. Penumbra Spider, so, you know. Nope. I'm Popper Cube, but that's about it. Uh, what else is there? Zendikar Resurgence is interesting, but not for Cube. Yeah, it's like, like mana, mana, whatever. I mean, Rider yeah. Reflection is really dumb, but... I think this is better than Mana Reflection if if I was to play one in Cube, because you get at least to draw cards or whatever. Right, like you get to Off continue you know, this chain of, all right, well, I'm going to be drawing you know, more, more cards or whatever, but... I mean, I think Mana Reflection has a... This is more of a value card, where Mana Reflection is more of a do-something-dumb card. Yeah. Mana Reflection actually says double the amount of mana. So... Oh, that was double? Mana Reflection is double the amount of mana. So if you tap your guy's cradle for six, it makes 12. Huh. (laughs) That's why that card's really dumb. You know? Nice. Two makes four. Nice. (laughs) Four mana. Jeez. Four, four diamonds. Right, this one actually just you know makes one more. So yeah. Not double. But it's okay. Oh, oh excuse no me. Dubstep. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What do you think of? There you go. Wob 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 wob. other color multicolor cards are kind of underwhelming. Like. Void oh, Grafter. right. So, like, I, like, I look at all these, like, multicolor cards, and I'm like, oh, these are so cool. We got a bunch of multicolor cards. And every single one, I look at them, and I'm just like, this doesn't feel better than cards that are easier to cast. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eilie Pilgrim, Eternal Pilgrim is interesting. Like, I think it's, I think it's actually quite good. It's not like Karlov, where it's just like this pipe dream of, hey, I can gain 30 life or something, but it'll never happen. Like, that's, Huge pipe dream that's just not going to happen. Yeah, like Void Grafter is just like, uh, what's his name? Plaxmanta. Yeah. It's just like a riff on it, but I mean, a lot of Simic cards are kind of like middle of the pack anyway, aside from Edric. Like, they're they're decent. I don't know if this is better than any Uh, of those, though. Clavin Vampire? Yeah. Actually, they're Nami. Why does everybody hold their swords on their shoulders? Don't they have, like, scabbards for those? That, this this means they're cool. Right, like <laughs> Cliffhaven Vampire, or sorry, Cliffclaven Vampire, excuse me, and uh, Jiraga Auxiliary, like, both are doing the whole, like, I'm going to hold this over my shoulder, behind my back. That's not, yeah, that's how allies hold their, hand, their swords. Ooh, I hope it is. Yeah, Go back that means they're... All these allies, like, is it a requirement to hold the instrument on you, like, to hold your crap on your shoulder? I don't know. Look at Tajaru, oh, Pathwarden, I was like, no, that's just a spear. Mina and then Wildborn. I've never seen this card oh, in my yeah. life. It was originally spelled in Russian, and then got, you know, it was like, hey, here's the real one. It's like, okay. We play an additional land. Okay, so that means that it's going to see uh, EDH play. Mm-hmm. Red, green, return land you control to its owner's hand. Target creature gains trample. Mm-hmm. So the, so the first line's real, the second yeah. line's whatevs. 
Yeah, just like, uh... Jury uh, and Ruin Diver. Obviously, if you support Flat, uh, Storm, seems like this is where you want to be. If you're a Spells Matter, if you have Blue-Red Spells Matter deck. It's also not bad to just, if you're more aggressive, Blue-Red deck, just to keep the fire going. So to speak. And yeah, Ice. That was, that was actually intentional, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, that's a nice part of it, but... I mean, it's a neat card. Know. And blue-red's yeah, not the like, most interesting of color combinations. Like, there's certainly some flexibility in blue-red that you can you can do some different things in blue-red. I don't think it's a I, I don't think it's as stacked as you know, say green-white, for example. I think there's after the first yeah. like two or three cards, I feel like there's a lot of different ways you could go with it. Mm-hmm. That's neat. I like I like that. Like, yeah, you would count too. Yeah, if he could be the second spell or whatever, or you can cast something after him, and you're good, or you know. And it's like, and I'm drawing a card. Whee! You know, it's like, you know, this guy, and then, you know, probe you. Whee! Draw a card, draw two. Yeah. <laughs> Reflector Mage is neat. Yeah. Reflector Mage is fine. I really like that card. I'm just, I don't know if I have room for it, but I, I think I tried it out, and it was, it was just, it was good. It was a very nice tempo, and but, I, but again, I like tempo. <laughs> Relentless so. Hunter seems like a card I'd be really happy to play in Limited. Yeah. It's like a little, little, little Mana Sink or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you can do it multiple times. Storm Chaser Mage seems neat. Again, Blue yeah. Red Spells Matter I'd... deck is fine. Yeah. With, like, uh, I... Abbot of Carol Keep. Like, that's, you know. Yeah. Ooh, when you get to cast, you cast your spell off of Abbot, you get to draw a card if you have that other guy in play. That's true. Well, only if it's a non... Whatever, non It's a second spell. Creatures or spells? Oh, that one. Oh, okay. Jory N, meant... or whatever. Okay. Jory N, yeah. Yeah, I really hope there's more equipment because I'm just looking why does, at why does weapons, weapons trainer, trainer look like uh, Robin. Yeah, I was about to say maybe where's Batman? Is is Nighthawk Batman? Ooh, they're kind of different colors though. <laughs> Mar- Mardu Batman. We have a lot of vampires in this set. They could be Batman. I mean, they turn into bats, right? Yeah. Well, there was that one in uh, Innistrad. Maybe Kalidus is uh, Batman. Batman. There you go. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not, not, not gonna nah, play nah, in the nah, same nah, 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 nah. Not gonna be in my cube anymore. <laughs> not gonna work around here anymore. Other creatures can plus one to control and equipment. Yeah, okay, sure. Three I mean, two for two is yeah. like no joke though. Yeah, like that's pretty good stats, but yeah, I just don't have room for it. It's, yeah, it's it's, uh, it seems neat for like non rare cube. Yeah. Ooh, bone yeah. saw's back. Bzz. Oh yeah. Every time, every, say, every time you cast bone saw, you have to go. Bzz. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, the, the Bonesaw's ready, like... Isn't that some reference to, like, wrestling? Oh, or, I, like, Spider-Man I don't or something? Know. Every time we say we cast Bonesaw, we always go... Bonesaw? <laughs> it's... Does the old one look like, it looks like have... a chainsaw? It's like... Oh, oh, yeah. That's so, true. Yeah, this this Bonesaw is just much like... creepier looking than the original. It does, yeah. But yeah, we used to run... Uh, yeah. We had a, a core equipment deck. With like the the two drop that you know when I and you know uh, the boots, mm-hmm. you know plus two or whenever guy gets equipped, you like all your other core creatures get plus two plus two, equipment master or whatever it was called. That's right. one and you had the uh, the one drop that got double strike if it was equipped. Oh yeah, so was that, that wasn't that like wasn't that like in uh, modern masters? Yeah, like as a comp as like I don't know if it was an uncommon. I want to say yeah. That sounds right though. But yeah, what's okay. on me? Captain's claws. I've heard about Captain's claws. Is that a? I like that. 
Got like yeah, put that yeah. on the list, yeah. Right, and like we're just like struggling for equipment, right? Because like every piece of equipment that gets made, we haven't found the middle ground yet. Like yeah, there's like batter skull, right? Like swords. Right, every and... every card is either just like the best or meh. yeah. Look at Chitness Cloak. Like the next one, it's just trash. I, for at least for Titanus Cube, yeah. Cloak. Yeah, 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 I think so. Titan, like, like you know, like a uh, you know, like right. insects. It's not Chitness. Yeah. It's <laughs> it sounds like an adjective that describes this card. <laughs> chitty. Or chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Yeah. I think I like Captain's Claws. Right, let me actually read what it does. A bit? Right, yeah. So, too busy singing Chitty, Chitty, Bang, Bang. All right. So Captain's Claws, two mana equipment. It equips for one. All right. I like where it's going so far. When a quick creature gets plus one, plus zero... Uh, uh, Not the best, uh, Whenever a quick creature attacks, you get a 1-1 one, one that comes to the battlefield tapped and attacking. Okay. It's certainly no sword. No, and it's certainly no bone That's splitter. Okay. However, I kind of dig it. Yeah. I kind of like the thought of putting this on the guy that has first strike, that when it hits them, they get a, you get a 1-1. One, one. Ah, yeah? What's yeah. that guy's name? Isn't that a captain? Uh, precinct captain? Oh, precinct captain, yeah. Captain's yeah. captain's claws? Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. Oh, there you go. Captain's got a sword and a claw. I kind of dig this. Yeah, that seems nifty. Like, it reminds me a little bit of, you know, cards like Bremaz and right, right, Battlemaster. Right. Where, you know, even if the chump blockers get chumped, I mean... What's happening to the other guy? Is he, is he, is he getting chumped too? Or is he getting in there? Because, I mean, it kind of is a feeling sometimes when you, you know, I've heard some feedback about the, or at least, you know, online where people are just like, it just, my Bremass tokens just always get chump blocked. I don't think that always happens. Like, it's not always happening. No, no, no. It no, just feels kind of they awkward. You throw everything in front of the Bremass to get rid of it, and then you just left with your 1 1. That happens, certainly. Yeah. Okay, so here's the question Captain's Claws. Or trusty machete. No, I'd probably play this, but yeah, yeah, I'd probably play this. Trusty machete is like kind of that last piece of I kind of want to play it. It's just a yeah. little too like the the costs are backwards for me. Yeah, and it kind of feels like this is kind of a step in that direction where it's too like when I first saw it, I expected its equip cost to be like four or something. Then I, you know, just some awful equip cost and being like, ah, uh, equip one, equip one, it. equip one is kind of where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I was actually considering bone saw for a while. Yeah, in my cube, like back in the day, like arts. Yeah, it's just like or a like free Shuko. extra power for nothing, you know, for like one mana. I've heard some people playing Shuko and they like, okay, it. and it's like because it's sure. cheap, and so it's like pay one mana, it's like and you're done. All right, just like. One mana, and here we go, you know? And and I, that's it, right? The fact that you only have to ever spend one mana. That's yeah. So, and you get to say Shuko. That's true. Shuko. Children, crawler. Meh. Stoneforge Masterwork. What yeah, what do you think of this card? It's a weird card right, of so arms. So it's another equipment. One mana, but two to equip. All right. Equip creature gets plus one, plus one for each other creature you control that shares a creature type. Huh. 
And this card is yeah, going to be, is... like, really awesome in, like, tribal EDH. Yeah. I can imagine in regular limited, this card would be a pain. Right, if you're just, like, the allies like... deck, like, you're just, okay. Or even just, it feels like even without that, even if you're just, like, a lot of these, you know, just, like, human or something. I think there's still a lot of white humans, right, in this mm-hmm. set? Like, let's scroll up. White. There's a lot of Eldrazi, that's for sure. You know, like, ally, human cleric. And it's just, like, these board states where it's just like, here's core knight ally, human cleric ally, core knight ally. Right. It's like, what? like, what do I... How big is this thing again? Oh, there's that Stoneforge, Stonehaven outfitter, which... Makes me think of some clothing line or something. Stonehaven Outfitters. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd play this thing in cube. Like Stoneforge Masterwork and... No, 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 I'm not Sears playing cube. I'm just trying to think general. Yeah. I bet you it's neat looking in foil. I bet you it's all shiny. Oh, yeah. Sears Lanterns would probably look great in foil, too. But, I mean, this kind of is the death knell. I think they... When they previewed this card, they were talking about... I mean, this pretty much is the death knell, officially, of, th- like, two mana rocks. Even though I think for a while, development is considered, like, the diamond cycle to be too good for a standard. So, like, there's no way... The, the door on two mana rocks is pretty much shut. Right, unless you get a commander card, like, in the commander sense. Yeah, like the, like, uh, whatever, two mana rock where you have no max hand size right, or whatever. Right, right, the right. new one. That's, I think that's where you're going to get those types of cards now. Yeah, but certainly not Oops. standard Oops. anymore. It's that is that is dead. pretty much yeah, pretty much that dream is dead. All right, let's talk about some lands. Nice some lands. There we go. Hey, there's Mirapool. Did I put that or the three man lands first? Yeah, I put the three man lands first. I just closed. Okay. All right, let me open that again. Hi, there we go. So we go. right, so like the man lands are just like they're just easy ads, right? I mean, yeah. They're all fine. They're, I, I, I'm not blown away by any are. of them, but they're all fine. Yeah, they're all right. None of them have evasion, which I noticed. I didn't really notice until my article. I started writing, and I was like, oh, yeah, none of them have evasion. Like, all of them are worse than the Blue Lands from the first time around. Yeah, I think they probably realized Certainly. that, though. Like, the Blue land, the blue Man Lands were all pretty stupid. And they're like, well, can't do that, so... I, mean, I guess Double Strike is sort of like having Evasion, like, because you want to block it. I mean, one's got Death Touch, sort of Evasion. Yeah, like, it's... it's Yeah, it's like a lot of pseudo-Evasion. Yeah, it's like, like, well, do you really want to do this? Yeah, or like the... The the Fumarole, where it's like, I guess you might not want to block like, it. Like, if it's like a 1-4 and they have a 2-2, two, two, well, I guess they still block it. I <laughs> never mind. Correct. But yeah, it's just like where... Like, Death Touch makes it disincentivizing for them to block it. But it's not just straight up, you can't block this because it has evasion. So, let me ask you a question. Why are there two different wastes artwork, one full art and one not full art? They wanted to waste uh, um, people drawing. Our dead joke started so well, <laughs> it just dies. <laughs> like, here, I thought you were giving me a real answer. And then, like, a few oh. part, and I'm like, oh. Oh, here we go. It seems like a wasted opportunity. That's not even good either. You know, I quit. <laughs> I quit the joke game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It. Honestly, I have no idea. I think one's supposed to represent Kozilek and one's supposed to represent El- Ulamog. Yeah, I think that's actually no, the no, reason. No, no, I understand why there's two different artworks, 
But why are there full art and non full art versions lists shown on here? I think like ones I think ones for fat packs or something and ones for not or something oh, like ones for boosters. So the fat packs aren't gonna have they're gonna come with those ways? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I need to investigate As, this. I feel like that's the way it is. Honestly, I didn't really care enough to know. I'm just gonna get a bunch of them because I'm gonna get. I feel like I'm gonna get at least like twenty or something for my right. cube. You know, just enough for that, and be like, okay, sure, here's uh, here's some of these. But I'm not gonna like. Yeah, I've been trying to tell people to save their foil full art wastes for me, but I don't know what kind of price tag they're at right now. Oh, I would guess at least initially. I'm guessing the the hype on that is going to be real, and you're going to be paying. Because there's premium. just like not any available, like there's none showing for. I guess I could look on eBay yeah. and look at pre-order, but there's no pre-sale yeah. for them on TCG Player. That's fair. Yeah. So it's just kind of hard to determine where they are with this whole thing. Let's see, foil, full art wastes on eBay. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, so yeah, there's lots of. So this one has foil wastes, full art foil times four has currently bid up to almost forty dollars. So about ten dollars each. You know, it actually doesn't seem. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna end a lot higher, because it's still in bidding, right? right? Yeah, it's probably gonna be really stupid. There's high. another. There, yeah, the there's another auction here that's still at 99 cents. There's another yeah. one that's two dollars and twenty-five cents, but there's all the ones that seem to be three days left are all averaging about ten dollars each. I got a feeling that's probably going to oh. where they're going to wind up settling, for a, maybe in the, yeah. the medium term before they go out of print. Once they go out of print, they yeah, know, unless they make more of them at some point, they'll go out. But yeah, or like some promo or something. All right, I would imagine yeah, there'd be a judge promo of these oh, or something. Good point. I don't know. But I, I don't know yeah. when the next time we're going to see full art ones, so I kind of want to get in that oh, while yeah. I'm getting good. Any other lines you want to talk about? Seagate Rec? Uh, yeah, did you want to talk about Mira? Did you actually do you want to, what do you think of Mirapol just in the ad track? Because I think before oh, right. we just talked about. Uh, I don't like, like that it comes in the plate after, and that kind of turns me off on it real a lot. Yeah, I can see that. Like, not having access yeah. to the mana right away especially in slow decks, because that's what this card is for, uh, and then having to basically get rid of it to do anything with it? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm sure maybe I'm missing something here, but... It feels like the ceiling on the on this one's probably the highest, even though the mode, like, spending f whatever, three mana to get a instant or whatever, it feels like that's a really good ability to have... For free, yeah, I like the right. So I like the uh, token copying more than I like the spell copying. Yeah, I mean it's also only your creatures, which is a little awkward. It's only your stuff, so you can't copy the opponent's stuff right. with it. But I think that's still right. Okay. I mean that's fine. I mean, and then and it stays in play. Yeah, it's not like one of these dumb things where it's like EOT, exile it, and then give give it back or something to yeah it's just yeah i mean i don't know seems like a lot of work yeah i think that's the thing and also it's just with another colorless it is nice that it's a colorless source sure yeah. but you know i think there there's there's better ways to go if that's your one of your main draws so 
Was the other one C? What do you think of the Seagate? I, I kind of, I'm actually kind of interested by that. Me too. Like, I don't know how good it that is. That one doesn't. I'm kind of, I'm definitely interested by it for sure. I do like. I do like that it doesn't come into play tapped. Like, that's the land Correct. I would expect to come into play tapped. This is a land tapped. I could see playing in the aggressive decks, the colorless land, because yeah. it's like when you go hellbent, you have a way to, you know, it's like the opposite of uh, Sylvan Library. Yeah, you just draw. Or just like, okay. I kind of wish there was, like, part of a library crumbling somewhere, but I guess they didn't have a library at the Seagate. That's true. They probably had a... Uh... I wonder if the Oracle still lives yeah. there or not. Yeah, the Oracle. He's got the beard. He's like bigger beard now. The Oracle. I don't know. I, I, I'm okay with this card, I think. Yeah, seems nifty. Yeah. And like I said, I, I like the fact that this is a colorless source that you could theoretically run in an attacking deck and not yeah. have it be too embarrassing. The only problem is is that you still need another colorless source to activate it. Yeah. That's my biggest problem, and that would be the reason why I would not run it. But, yeah. you know. It's okay. Yeah, you still need I think it's interesting. Yeah. I, I, mean, I like uncounterable ways to draw cards. Yeah. Seems neat to me. So. I'm down. Ooh, sorry. I was about to say, I don't know if there's. Uh, <laughs> there's that Ruins of Oran Reef, which is, like, worse than the green one. And the green one doesn't really see much play, if any, in Cube. As far as I know, at least. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you mean uh, the 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 tree? Uh, yeah, Orin Reef of Vastwood or something. Yeah, Orin Reef of Vastwood. That's right. Yeah. Because you know this is called Ruins of Orin Reef. Got. It. Oh, uh, the, the, the ruins. Got. What are the on target colorless creature? Eh, no, no. Wait, I thought. Oh, oh, you. I guess it's, it's a riff. It's not like the same thing. Yeah, because I thought the green one put it on all your colorless, right? All, or all your yeah, green guys. All the ones that entered play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not not a fan of this one. Yeah. Yeah, and the rest of it's just like some awkward dual lands that are untapped, like uncommons. Oh. Like these ETB right. tap now, lands. Unknown shores. Has this card been printed before? Uh, I think so, yeah. Like this, I think that, have been printed, that have been made before, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Unknown Shores was in Theros, okay. I think. I feel like I've seen this exact I mean, card before, if not the same name. Yeah, I know there's been, like, yeah, it was in Theros. Yeah, it feels like there's been a lot of rifts like this, like, uh, Shimmering Grotto. Gotcha. Those are the main ones I can think of. Makes sense. Yeah, I think that's about it, honestly. I think... That's quite a bit for a small set, though. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of options here. No, I, I, I mean... It, there's lots of very exciting cards, and I think the most. But I still maintain that the most exciting thing about this whole thing is the fact that we now get this, you know, potential colorless mechanic, which is going to, you know, the whole. I, I would dare say the reason why people own cubes is because people like to tinker. Yeah. And like, if there's ever, and not actual tinker, but I, you know, I like that too. But, uh, yeah. Like tinkering with formats, like tinkering with construction. And tweaking and, and making sure that you know everything's just right and, and, and making it whatever. And I think this colorless thing has a huge component of that. To uh, yeah, like it's certainly something you can like you can write exactly something you can invest time and effort into to try to figure it out. You know? Yeah, and, and that's a that's a that's a big draw for a lot of people. And I think you know 
uh, me included. I think that's a neat thing to be doing. So I like it. I think I like this set. I it's too. yeah, this this set I think appeals to me more than Battle did. Yeah, because I think it's more did Battle did Battle have much like for Cube anyway? So I'm trying to think initially like what. I mean, it certainly has some what Cube stuff. Yeah, but like it's also a big set, and I feel like I yeah, mean, more to like look at the old spreadsheet or whatever, and and see how many cards are on there. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't. It feels like the the density of interesting cards is much higher in this. Yeah, uh, you know, relative to the size of the set. Yeah, which is nice. It's definitely really nice. So that's kind of that. That's my thought is that it's exciting when you see small sets that have you know quite a number of cards that you could. Uh, Essentially, build like new archetypes around, which is nice. All right, like, so so you ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a list of. I pulled up the old spreadsheet. Let me give you a list of ones that I'm interested in or or running. So uh, Ulamog, Expedition yeah. Envoy, Gideon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go Gideon. Slash Stasis Snare. Yeah. Maybe Scatter to the Winds, but probably not. Uh, yeah. Drana Obnixilis, Ruinous Path. Oh, yeah. Green Warden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kiora. Yeah. And then, you know, the two manlands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's decent right. stuff. That's also, like, significantly bigger, right? It's like, That's definitely... It feels like this pound-for-pound pound had more cube yeah. stuff. I agree. And even if, like, a bandit, like, if somebody just doesn't want to put colorless cards in their cube, I think that's, you know, there's still a decent number of hits. Right, no, yeah, I mean, cause we, I mean we spent, I mean, of course, we spent a lot of time talking about those, but, you know, we also spent quite a bit of time talking about other things, too. Like, I, I, I certainly think there's there's a lot of interest to be found. However, a, a lot of the cards, however, we did talk about did have to do with colorless, even you know, because of the colorless kicker costs, basically. Yeah, like Eldrazi, you know, Blink right, Guy, right. So I, so I think Displacer. Even though we weren't talking about colorless to cast the cards, we still, there. you know, obviously this is the colorless set, right? So, you know, there, there's certainly, I would say a lot of the cards have, you know, directly tie in with needing colorless mana specifically. So, yeah, I think there's, you know... Uh, I think we've shown ourselves to think that without considering colorless cards that this set would have a, a bunch of cards. It certainly has some, but I think the the vast majority of the excitement is coming from the cards that have colorless somewhere on them. Diamond, yeah. mana, as it were. Yeah, certainly a lot of stuff there. So, yeah, like, I dig it. I'm down. I'm looking yeah. forward to the pre-release and... Starting the, uh, the 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 trade wagon again, trying to pick up cards for the set. So, how many Inquisi- how many oh, inquisitions? How many uh, expeditions did you end up getting? Uh, I'm I don't have a ton. I'm on like six or seven out of I mean, twenty that I wanted. I mean, I'm not yeah. even halfway now. You know, a lot of the ones I have are the more expensive ones, but I, like I don't have a delta yet. Um. And I have like two arid maces. I have a, I have a, 
two air maces and I opened two sunken hollows too. So like, hmm. you know, that's kind of a frown. Yeah, I mean, it's not that much of a frown because there's no really ridiculous cards to pull out of a pack. But yeah, considering what they could have been, you know, we you know we hit the out of the very small percentage we hit the you know the twenty percent that we didn't necessarily want to hit. Yeah, or it wasn't as as good. So. We got lucky to hit, and, and I actually opened those two expeditions in within two packs of each other, three packs of each other. Wow. Like, Jeez. opened one out of it, like, you know, I don't know what it was I bought. You know, I was went to a comic book store that I had been at first, so I bought, like, you know, just a few packs. And the third pack had a Sunken Hollow expedition. Fast forward a week and a half huh. later, got bored at Walmart and bought two packs, and the second pack had a Sunken Hollow expedition. Just like, what the... Jeez. <laughs> so. Wow. I have a uh, Flooded Strand, Double Arid Mesa, uh, Burning Catacombs, um, Breeding Pool, Steam Vents, Blood Crypt, Scalding Tarn. The end? Once I'm looking at, so yeah, we got a lot of work to do, unfortunately. Yeah, but we we just gotta, you know, I I just have to let go of some of the you know other ridiculous things I have, like, you know, I, there's no reason why I should own like 35 chromatic stars. Yeah, aren't those yeah, worth a lot like now? My list for like two 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 fifty two and a quarter each. So like, that's like an expedition right there. Like that's like you know. Uh, you know, a, a Shockland expedition right there, 60-something bucks, you know. So I just need to yeah. go, you know, do that and kind of dredge out that pond a little bit and, and get rid of a lot of that kind of stuff. Or, you know, I have nine Inquisition of Kozilex or something like that, so... Yeah, and those are a right, You can spin those out to get some, you know, to get something. I just have to not be lazy and, and actually do it, so... Well, cool. Well, this will be fun. Nice. Yeah. To it. All right, you wanna uh, you wanna it. do any plugs here? Uh... uh, nothing really specific. Usman the Rad on Twitter. I should have an article going up on Gathering Magic. Uh, pretty much cube review of this set. And pretty much a lot of the same stuff I'll be I have said here. Right. <laughs> pretty much on there is just like, yep, here's this. Um, I guess I'm I don't know I'm gonna talk a lot about like ways to accommodate multicolor or whatever monocolor or whatever the colorless but it's essentially going to be a lot of the same stuff but yeah that's pretty much it uh i think that's about it i'd rather be cubing.wordpress.com is the blog that i don't update ever i I am hoping to update my cube tutor list soon oh we didn't play the cube tutor list game oh what was that okay so i uh this week, uh, I happened to go into Cube Tutor and I noticed that they had, I had an update, I haven't updated my list probably in close to, uh, it's gotta be a year and a half, two years. It's been a long time and I'm, I've been a slacker. I'm sorry. Uh, but they have this new thing now where it's like, uh, it's like a price tab. When you log in, you can check out the price of your cards. Okay? So, cause they have it, you know, affiliate links where you can like buy cards and you can mark what you own or whatever. When you put the mm-hmm. in. Well, anyway, so you can find out basically the value of your cube, the retail value of your cube. So, you know, I, I looked it up and I was shocked and appalled at the number that came up. 
But instead of talking about the uh, 10, you know, the most expensive cards, because that's not something I really want to talk about, I wanted to know if you could guess, like, the bottom 10 value cards. The bottom 10? The least valuable cards. Wow. Uh, just, you know, take some shots at it and see if you can guess some of the other ones. Now, you know, keep in mind that, you know, there's nothing going to be super recent in here. I think the, uh, I, I'm, sh- I'm showing, uh, I think the most recent card in this bottom 10, I see Dark Ascension, I see Return to Ravnica, and I see, like, first Modern Masters in the, oh, wow. in the bottom 10. So that, that'll give you an idea of of, of where you are time wise. So, pre- so previous, like, so Return to Ravnica and earlier is is gonna is where you're gonna want to be for your guesses. I was gonna say like Soltari Trooper. That was the that was the one of the ones I was gonna think of. I don't even know if you run I that card not. though. So that one's not on there, but that's a good guess. Return to Ravnica, and I'm assuming these are foils. Yes, these are all foils. Now some of them are not. Uh, there are two cards. Actually, the two cheapest cards are not available in foil. Okay, that's what I was trying to think of. I'm like, what cards are not available in yeah, foil? Two of the cheapest cards not available in foil. Huh. Oh, there's a Theros card here in the top in the bottom ten also. So it is updated. Oh, wow. To Theros. Huh. Uh. Hmm. The most expensive uh, part of this lot is 67 cents retail. Ha. <laughs> Uh, Finhorn Elves? Uh, no, that foil is actually like six bucks or five or six bucks. It's actually a few bucks because it's from the huh. uh, FTD set. All right, yeah. Uh, jeez. <laughs> I don't even see Finhorn Elves on this on this list, and this this page goes up to about three dollars. It looks like. Wow. And so it's more than two fifty Finhorn Elves. I've been looking through my cube to see if I can find stuff, but I'm, like, Diabolic Edicts? Because there's a Judge one that's right. worth some right. money. So. Yeah. Force Spike is a foil that's worth, like, an F&M foil that's worth something. Mm-hmm. Land of War Elves has some, a foil that's worth something. Uh, let's say, like, Hero's Downfall, but that doesn't oh, sound right okay. at all. So that's actually, you know, uh, probably a buck or two. Now there are yeah. there are a couple rares down here. Most of these are are common uncommon. There's at least one rare, and it's a rare that you mentioned earlier in the podcast. Ah, oh no. One <laughs> rare uh, that was mentioned earlier in the podcast. I don't think this card's a rare. It might be. No, it's no. not. But this card's oh, a rare. Okay. There's one rare. Is it killed the Marauders? What's that? Th- yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I am checking through the list. You mentioned it when you were talking about uh, Final Word. Final Word? Oh, Stinks of Dwar Isle. Isle, 65 cents for a foil. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. All right, so the cheapest Hmm. card is from the Commander 13 set. Commander 13, jeez. What was in that set? Ophiomancer? Nope, that's not it. Wow. Wasn't Commander 13? All you think is like True Name Nemesis and Toxic Deluge, but those are worth money. Uh, it is a card type that originated in Innistrad. 
type? It's not like an official type, but it's like a series of cards that uh, came out. Oh, Curse of Predation. Predation. Yeah. 17 cents. Wow. Poor Curse of Predation. That card is so good. This card is a portal card. Portal card. Jungle Lion? No, that's worth something. Uh, portal card. Portal card. Yeah, because it doesn't say Geddon, but there's a there's foil of that. Portal. Portal card. Only that one rare. Portal. Portal card. Red card. Volcanic hammer? Nope, there's a JSS foil of that one. Oh, okay. I was like, what's the what's the P3K one? But I don't think that's there. It's a portal card. The only thing, the ones I'm thinking of like. taking out. Not that this matters, but I've considered taking... This card's been in and out of my cube a couple times. Portal. Uh, color. Red. Told you right. Oh, you did? Oh, red. That's why you guessed Volcanic Hammer. Ah, uh, red. Fire Ah, uh, yep. Wow, good Third old... cheapest card, oh. Innistrad Block, and an off-maligned card. Uh, Reckless Wave? Oh, you're close. It does flip. Hmm. Wolf bin captive? Nope. That one, that's not it. That's a flip card. Mayor of Averbrook? That's a rare. That's a rare. Uh, what's the green tap mana thing? Not green. It's not green. What color? Oh. No? They like Ludovic's test subject, but no. There's a flip card. Flip card. It's a flip card. You can't flip it back. Can't flip it back? Jeez. What cards can't flip back? Wow. I cannot think of a... Let's say I think of like Garrick Relentless or something, but that's got foil and probably worth a lot. It is white. <sighs> oh, white. Jeez. A white flip card. It's like Thraben military militia, but no. And it is not the one that from Dark Ascension that dies and comes back flip. It's not that one. Oh, oh, loyal Cathar, it's not that one. A white flip card that can't flip back. People out there are hopefully screaming at their. Uh, Probably are. And it's like a common uncommon. Gee. A C is a common. Ooh, I gave you a hint by saying C. I meant C as Espanol, but the card is with C also. <laughs> C. Jeez. This would, this would definitely give it away, but what I can't think What happens when you keep your young people locked up? Away from the world. Ah. Uh, Cloister Youth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 32 cents for a foil. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, wow. so the, the, rounding out the top ten... So can you guess what the RTR card is? RTR card. Jeez, red. Let's see. It's another red one. Yeah, but there's... Gutter Snipe? Uh, no. No, actually, that one's got a little bit of value. Hmm. Red RTR card. It's got Unleash. Oh, Gorehouse Gorehouse Walker. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's Curse of Predation, 17 cents, Fire Imp, 24 cents, Cloister Duke, 32 cents. Number four is Torch Fiend Foil, 
Oh, yeah. Gorehouse Chainwalker, which I actually believe is no longer in my cube. I think it got replaced with uh, Dragon Whisperer. Uh, oh, okay. Aether Adept, 53 cents. Oh, yeah. Strings of Drawer Isle. Core Sanctifiers, 67 oh, cents. Oh, yeah. Wow. Plume Veil, 67 cents. And rounding huh. out the top, bottom, pen, Tormented Hero. Oh, yeah. Oh, at huh. 67 cents. Wow. Oh. The Ophiomancer is a whopping 94 cents. Wow. Wow. That card's great. Let's, uh... Oh, no, my session expired. Uh-oh. Did you get kicked out? Yeah. I was trying to do the... I was going to look at the, uh, what's-his-name cards, the non-foils. Because the, the price spread on the non-foils is pretty comical. What's it well, like? Well, think about it. What's the most expensive non-foil card, typically? Uh, I would guess in your cube, like, vulca- like a dual land, like a volcanic or underground. Right, right. Yeah, something. like underground. You also have like ravages of war. You know. Like... Oh yeah, that's true. So you have like stuff like that that are like prohibitive. You know, like dual lands or whatever. And then you have like oh, yeah. fire imp, twenty-four cents. <laughs> Takes all kind of cards to make a cube. Ophiomancer, ninety-four cents. Stormblood Berserker, the full art one, seventy-four cents. Really? Wow. Wow. That card. Tangle Wire, three dollars and fifty-nine cents. Hmm. I have a signed one from the. Oh yeah, by Glenn. Uh, yeah. Unexpectedly absent, a dollar and a quarter. That card, I, I I expected that card to do something, but you know, it didn't do any. It, apparently, it was like I remember in the article when they yes. like, yeah, like they they were saying this card's gonna be dumb, and at least on cube, I really like unexpectedly absent. Yeah, I do have a uh, non foil like looking at non foils. I have a Korean earthquake. I don't know if that's worth anything. Like it's black border foil Korean. Oh, whoa, that's a. Yeah, I got it from like a dollar box years ago. And I was like, huh. It's been in and out of my cube. I mean, I have regular earthquake, like rolling earthquake in my cube, but I'm kind of in and out on regular, like that earthquake. That's a yeah, that's a nifty one. That's so nifty. Yeah. But yeah, and then there's like you know, ravages of war, three hundred and seventeen dollars. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. That's dire diagraph pool, a dollar sixty-five. Is that a foil or full art? Yeah, I like Next that art. Next to Full Art Electrolyze, which is actually just ten times as much. sixteen fifty. Wow. Huh. This is really comical, the, the amount of spread you get from... Because you know, there's mm-hmm. not a ton of non-foils in there, but it's just pretty comical, yeah. to, to some of the stuff you see. So, yeah, yeah. So shout out to uh, Cube Tutor. Yeah. That site in general is pretty awesome. Pretty nifty. Even though I haven't updated either of my lists there in ages. By the way, Spoil Bone Splitter was number 11 at a whopping 71 cents. Wow. Huh. Speaking of non-foils, did you ever play a Sudden Demise in your cube? No, I never did. I never uh, never had a chance. I've liked it. So, I, I brought, I, it's been right in card, and out, right? and I brought it back. Yeah, it's like X. I'm just looking at it right now. X, sorcery, choose a color. Sudden Demise, demise deals X to each creature of the chosen color. Right. 
It just it gets a lot of value a lot of times. It's been in and out, and I put it back in. I'm like, nice. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's been been nifty. That's my word of the day, I guess, is nifty. Nifty. <laughs> hey, that's very nifty. That's, yeah, nifty. <laughs> that's the bee's knee, you see? The cat's I like pajamas, the, I like that phrase. yeah. I like that phrase, the bee's knees. It's, it's a... It's an underrated phrase. Bees. I'm surprised you're not a fan of the cat's pajamas. I never heard that. Really? I like yeah, that. Cat's, cat's pajamas. pajamas. Yeah, that's a, it means the same thing. What? Yeah, the cat, cat's pajamas. Cat's pajamas. Yeah, look at it. Look it up. On the uh, oh. on the uh, what's his name? What, there's a uh, idiom idiom dictionary or whatever online. I was gonna look at Urban Dictionary, but I'm I'm just gonna take your word for it because I'm lazy. Oh, but I'll trust. <laughs> cats. Cat's what was pajamas. it? Cats. What? Cat's pajamas. I guess like pants. Like putting putting equipment on Brima's. <laughs> Cat's pajamas. <laughs> oh my god. If you put that Stoneforge thing on him, when he attacks, he gets bigger because he makes cat tokens. Oh. Oh yeah. That's the cat. That's that the cat's is, pajamas. Actually, yeah. <laughs> in multiple ways, the cat's pajamas. Alright. I'm going out on that one. That's all I got. Thanks, that's, that's, yeah, listen, I don't know if you can beat that's that. A, that's it. That's true. Except for this advertising slogan. Oh. Rock over London. Oh, yeah. Rock over London. Rock on Chicago. Take the oath. Retake the world. That one's not terrible. That's actually not bad. Yeah, for Oath of Gatewatch, it's not, yeah, not bad. I, I've heard worse. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Take it easy. But, you know. All right, see ya. <laughs>